desperado Why don't you come to your senses You've been out riding fences For so long now Oh, you a hard one I know that you've got your reasons These things that are pleasing you Will hurt you somehow Don't you draw the queen of diamonds, boy She'll beat you if she's able The queen of hearts is always your best bet Now it seems to me some bad things Have been laid upon your table But you only want the ones that you can't get Welcome to Redressing, everybody. Um, uh, my voice is already starting to tremble uh, because of the the week we're having. There's the pop. Thank you, sir. Yeah, let me get that out of the way for you. Um, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, weird week in wrestling for the world. Yeah. Weird week in wrestling for us. <laughs> for... Uh, for you and I, for me, um, a literal highest of highs followed by like the dreaded lowest of lows. Um, and we're going to talk about it here. We're going to do our regular show. Um, and, you know, with the added bonus uh, up front that I'm going to cry through. But, um, uh, you okay? How are you, pal? I guess is we're, that we're gonna we're, do that. We're know, okay. I'm okay. We're we're getting Nothing, we're, right. We're getting through. You're gonna find our week. Find out about <laughs> our week throughout the course of this show. So there's not a ton of really lead yeah. up front, right? We've just spent the last two hours sitting on the couch watching Terry Funk stuff. Um, of course, Terry passed away. Um, yeah. yesterday as we record this Wednesday. Wednesday. Uh, so Wednesday, yeah. August twenty third. Um, and you know, while we're waiting to, we're, we're watching Terry Funk stuff, uh, we find out that Bray Wyatt has passed away. Um, a crazy, crazy circumstance, sad, uh, our thoughts out to, to his entire family and friends, um, lots of stories and, and well wishes and sort of, um, uh, character testimonies from his friends about how great he was and nice he was and creative he was. Um, the, the Sean Ross Sapp in between uh, wiping boogers from his nose, allegedly, you uh, he breaks the news that he it seems maybe it was a heart attack, but who knows? The family wanted some stuff cleared out before the rumors got run in. But Triple H, I think, was the first to tweet it and break that was, news. Yeah. Um, that, uh, yeah, Bray Wyatt, Wyndham Rotunda. The Fiend, Husky Harris, yeah, son of Mike Rotunda, nephew of Barry Windham. Um, he died today, 36 years old. Yep. That's crazy in a in a wild week of what became wrestling sadness over the last two days. Yeah, man. It, 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 it's heartbreaking. Straight yeah. up. It is. Yeah. It's. Right. 
you know, that lose is, behind a wife and four kids. Right. And, and it's, it's just, cut wildly short at yeah. 36 years old. Yeah. Um, I always dug Bray. Yeah. Um, his stuff in NXT when it first started popping up with like the Wyatt family, mm-hmm. I thought it was so fucking cool yeah, and different. Stuff. Yep. Um, you know, obviously the WWE run, like their stuff against the Shield, it was yeah. was, was incredible. Awesome. Right. Um, you yeah. know, I'm not gonna go full retrospective, but I always enjoyed Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Um, you know, the Fiend stuff, like um the the fucking what was it uh the playhouse the funhouse funhouse yeah whatever. the firefly funhouse fun like dude that shit was so much yeah. fun yeah you know like i remember during that time um like listening with that odds and it was like that was their big thing every week it was mm-hmm. like oh what happened this week with the firefly yeah. funhouse you know right. um and uh yeah i mean the dude was super creative um mm-hmm. you know Sometimes for better, for worse, but that's yes. why you take chances. Right. That's he, why you do shit. Right. He's definitely um, the biggest risk taker that WWE allowed, like gimmick wise, character wise. Yeah. A long, long time. I mean, he went through many different yeah. stages of, yes. of his character. Yeah. Um, for sure. You know, hey, he had a WrestleMania match where he defended it with the world title against Randy Orton. Right. You know, like. Yeah. That's that's right. saying something. Um, sure. He also wrestled Emily Knight in a in a Mountain Dew match. Well, so. that was the last match. That was his last match. Yeah. Um, you know, crazy. Which is kind of like bittersweet looking at that a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, he probably deserved better. Um, yeah, man. It uh, it's it's. I don't know, dude. It's it's fucked up. Yeah. I, I, so he didn't always click with me. I, I like the NXT stuff, uh, like the Burn Fiend stuff. I just it was over by that point for me. Yeah. The Alexa Bliss stuff was beyond. I mean, but even me. at that point with the Burn Fiend stuff, yeah. he was over it. Right. You know. Yeah. Um, Brody had passed. Right. Exactly. Uh, and him and Brody were, were very yeah. tight. Right. And it was after. I remember. I think the last. It was the Burn Fiend thing mm-hmm. of Mania, and then he was like, I, I got to take a break. Yeah. I, I right. need to relax, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but he was fired. He got let go. Yep. Then he was brought back in, mm-hmm. and, you know, there was the whole Wyatt Six stuff and whatever um, yeah. that never fully got to come to fruition. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, man, uh, super bummer. 36 you know. is, that's that's... That's weird. It's way too goddamn young. Absolutely. It's like um, right in between us yeah. and me. Yeah. I mean, literally, I'm going to be 34 yeah. next week. Yeah. You know, well, like it's. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It makes you. I don't know. It's just weird. It's weird. Uh, it's, it's sad. Weird. It's sad. It's, to yeah, it's family. Sad, yeah. 36 is, you know, that's not even middle aged yet, really. No. So, um, speaking of middle aged. At least that's what I'm telling myself. <laughs> Speaking of middle aged, yes, uh, Terry Funk, yes, uh, middle aged and crazy, like a wide eyed scorpion, right? Um, you know, that that one fucking hurt. Uh, it it hurts, yeah. Um, you know, like I put up the picture of you and I like last Thursday, Mm -hmm. like. Came to your house. I'm wearing the Chainsaw Charlie shirt. You're wearing the Terry Funk shirt. We just yeah. like looking like, God damn it, we did it again, yep. you know? But you're like, oh, let me go change. And I was like, no, yeah, you're right. not fucking changing. Right. We, this is Terry Funk. Yeah. Um, we look good in a Walmart camera. I know, yeah, right. I know we Target, but either way. Target. Was it Target? Yeah, it was no, Target. Right, Target. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> either way. Stricken from the record. Yeah. We look good in department stores. Right. Yes. Um, yeah, though, man, it, uh, you know, 
you knew it was coming. Right. Long life. 79 years old is a long time. Yeah. I mean, that's longer than the average male. Right. Um, and for the things that Terry did yes. to his body um, to entertain everybody right. and make a living. Absolutely. Um, you know, you, you really saw less and less of him when Vicky died. Yep. Um, he yeah. kind of took a backseat to, to everything. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when we were talking before, right before, you know, the pandemic kind of shut everything down mm-hmm. for two and a half years or whatever. Um, he was going to be in Philadelphia right. for his last East Coast appearance. They said, right. And we were going. And I was like, I can't yep. fucking wait, you right. know? And, and I had done the, the autograph thing. It was, yeah. it was his last autograph signing because he just didn't, hey, couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. So I got an autograph figure. Uh, but yeah, we were going to go meet him and and sort of, you know, let him know one last yeah. time. And uh, so, unfortunately, that, you know, right. taken away. Um, right. Yeah, man. It's the fucking greatest. Yes. He's just, he's just, a, uh, it's just, it is, man. Uh, you know, I got a million and a half text messages and thank you to everybody who did reach out. Um, I'm going to cry through most of this. So, that's all right, hey, man, but, let, uh, let it go. You know, that's my guy and it's been my guy for so long that like the people I didn't expect were like texting me like, hey, I saw the news. Are you okay? Like not even like a, oh my God, did Terry Funk tie just. Are you okay? <laughs> like, yeah. you know, uh, and I, I, you know, talking to Michelle, Michelle knows how much I love Terry Funk. And, and I sort of said, you know, like I can, I can make exceptions for, like, I can't pick my favorite movie. Right. Uh, I know the movie I watched the most, which I'm going to talk about a little bit, mm-hmm. but like, you know, I have a handful of favorite movies. I can't pick a clear number one. Um, I have, uh, you know, I, I will often tout Motorhead is my favorite band, but that can also be based on mood. And also it's like Motorhead's not your thing. Uh, or, you know, you don't like that kind of music or you like a band better, you know, whatever. I, I'm willing to hear that argument. You know, I get it. Motorhead's my thing. It doesn't sure. have to be everybody's thing. Right. But on a given day, it could be the Stooges. It could be just a bunch of other bands. Um, but until my dying breath, <laughs> I will not accept anyone that says Terry Funk isn't the greatest professional wrestler of all time. Uh, he is my number one favorite professional wrestler that will never change. I don't see anybody being able to do that. Um, and he has been, uh, excuse me for a second here, forever. Um, and it's, you know, I, uh, my, we talk a bit here about how my brain works as opposed to wrestling memories um, and how, like, Joe remembers a ton and where he was and what, you know, like you could probably ask Joe what seat he was in at the ECW arena and he would know it. And you have that good of a memory too. You remember what happens at, at what WrestleMania and all that stuff. I don't have the memory for that kind of stuff. Um, but I remember walking up to the, the tape booth at ECW in Kingston Armory. We will not mention his name. Um, but I remember walking up and saying in my first ECW show, what do you have that has lots of Terry Funk in it? (laughs) Yeah, man. (laughs) And because at that point, you know, this is a little bit later in ECW's run, but, um, you know, this is 98, 99, I guess, maybe, um, maybe 97. I doubt it. But, you know, Terry is the guy who made that company feel legitimate, right? It's the, you know, the, the beyond the mat speech to Paul that Paulie gives, you know, like all that sort of stuff, like welcome to the dance stuff. 
Um, but like Terry was so important to me. And that was, I remember being given options of, well, there's this best of cactus Jack that's going to have him all over it. There's this two tape shooter interview. Uh, and, and I didn't really understand what a shooter interview was. Sure. And then there was this king of the death match tournament from 1995. <laughs> and it said on an IWA king of the death match tournament. And then the parentheses, it said cactus versus funk. Yeah. And I was like, I'll take that one. And I took that one. And I remember going back to my seat and sort of stewing that I didn't have enough money for three tapes. I had enough money for two tapes, but I didn't want to. And the shooter interview was two tapes. And I didn't want to just buy one of them. And it was four hours each. It was eight hours of tapes. And I remember sitting there and I remember talking to my friends. And I remember bumming the money off one of them to go and buy both tapes. <laughs> and I walked out of there with the IWA King of the Deathmatch 95 tournament. And the, the, the first... RF Terry Function Review, which is eight hours long. I think you did two more after that, maybe even three more after that. Probably. Um, and the I like a lot of people of my age, your age, that IWA Deathmatch tournament changed lives. <laughs> Straight up. Like uh, it, the first time seeing that, it's just it's it's, it's like jarring. Right. You it, know? It's, but in a good way. It's infamous. Yeah. Um it could very well be tamed by today's standards. <laughs> Yeah. There's no tubes. Um, but it that whole tournament changed views, point of views and wrestling fandoms and mindsets about what could and couldn't happen. And it's it is a remarkable tape that then gets, you know, some more notoriety through Stranglemania. Oh. Right, which is super important to both of us from our from our teachers. Absolutely. Um, but that really changed my world. And that was what made Terry Funk my favorite wrestler. Um, and then I got the shooter review and I remember watching that straight through eight hours all night, sat up watching eight hours of Terry Funk shooter review and it covers his entire career. And most of the, most of the match quality is real shitty. Yeah. <laughs> but Terry was telling fun stories and I still quote stuff from that all the time. Like how he, uh, Terry Funk would say, uh, charisma and uh, Mick Foley would always correct him, and he would say, and I would tell Mick, I said, you don't pronounce charm, carm. <laughs> <laughs> so was, you got a lot of charisma, kid. <laughs> and I still quote that all the time. And I remember he's chewing tobacco in the video and spinning in a cup. Uh, and it's just such a great thing. I haven't seen that in forever. Uh, and he's done a bunch of shooters since then, but that is still like the most comprehensive one there yeah. is. And it's a really remarkable thing. Um, but that's that's sort of my origin story with Terry Funk. I don't know that I remember him prior to that anywhere. I'm sure I've seen him, but I don't know that I remember him. You know, 89, I don't think I was watching wrestling. I was five years old. Um, so as, f- as funny as this may be, my first exposure to Terry Funk was WCW mm-hmm. when it was in with um, Stud Stable. Okay. Like, I remember him being there. I almost remember uh, Bunkhouse Buck a mm-hmm. little more for some reason. But yeah. Saturday nights, um, my uncle always used to tape WCW so Saturday night for me, you know? Right. And I was like, I remember being a kid being like, man, that guy's crazy, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, second memory of him was Chainsaw Charlie. Right. I remember watching that Raw live. Yeah. Um, I remember I was like scared yeah because i was like i don't know like there's a right. guy coming out of a box with yeah. a fucking chainsaw and a pantyhose right. on his head 
I was what, what was that? Ninety seven, ninety eight. Yeah, I wasn't even ten years old yet. Right. You know, so I was like, oh, what is that? Yeah. You know, yeah. um, and then I I always talk about it. Uh, the January two thousand Nitro from the uh, Wilkes-Barre right. Arena, like seeing Funk and Flair mm-hmm. promo battle, and like I, I forever, dude. I go back and look, and I go, holy fuck, I got to see that in yeah. person, right? I like it just doesn't at the time again. I, I was I was ten, yeah. When that show happened, I didn't realize what I was seeing, right? And then you go back and watch, and just holy shit, I got to be there for that. That's right. crazy, yeah. Um, you know, and then obviously teenage years, you know, find internet becomes real popular, mm-hmm. you know, King of the Death match, um, yeah. ECW stuff, it's like, dude, I remember. I remember the first time seeing Born to be Wired. I felt like I was yeah. doing something wrong. Right. You know, because it was one of those things where I read about it. And I was yeah. like, whoa, that sounds crazy. It was the first thing I watched last night. You after know, I, you know I, I watched it last night too. Uh, but it was like one of those, I'm like, should I be watching right. this? You know, yeah. this is kind of like. It's still jarring whoa, to this day. You know? Yeah. And just, you're right, man. It just, the, the King of the Deathmatch stuff, Born to be Wired, it really like. Yeah. It gave me like this idea of Terry Funk as like, yeah. oh, this guy's fucking nuts, and yeah. I love him. And then I remember, um, I think it was the first Ric Flair DVD that came out, the mm-hmm. DVD set. Yeah, the white one. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I have two copies of that. One. I love that. <laughs> um, and uh, the Funk stuff on there. Yep. Yeah, um, and seeing the promo. Where Funk just f- fucking hits him after he deny after Flair denies him right. of, of that shot at the world's title because yep. we have a top ten here, Terry, and you've been hanging around Hollywood and man, like it just mm-hmm. it changed my mind about Funk. Yeah, of like, oh no, he's an amazing professional wrestler. Mm-hmm. You know, not that I didn't think he was just because the bar right. bar stuff. I just thought, oh, the guy's a hardcore nut. He's mm-hmm. crazy. But then seeing that, and then the promos and the match, and just like, yeah. oh wow, yep. this guy's fucking amazing. Yeah, um, for sure. And even so, I had I missed this part. I had a best of WCW Halloween Havoc VHS tape. Okay. Um, that like my grandmother bought me like I don't mm-hmm. know Ames or some shit, <laughs> and uh, on there is the Havoc '89 cage match. Right. Yeah, you know it's it's clipped for the VHS tape. Sure. But again, like they don't see, show you Muda blowing out the fire. Sadly, no. Yeah. Which I, years later, when I went back and watched that, was like <laughs> that woke something right. in me. Um, you know that's where obviously like I, I you mm-hmm. know I really fell in love with the great Muda. Right, but. Like seeing Terry on there and like, oh, it was so cool, you know? Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, man, you're like the, the aficionado sure. when it comes to Terry, no sure. doubt. But like, man, I fucking love Terry Funk. Yeah. It, Dude, like, how often do we quote Terry oh, Funk? Fine. Not oh, even fine. not even quoting him, even but things like. Things about him. Yeah. Right. Like, Terry Funk ain't wearing no mouthpiece. Yep. That's like one of my favorite things Absolutely. to say, you know? Yeah. So uh, thinking about it, when you're talking, thinking about it, I must have seen Funk in a box in ECW before the IWA death match. Yeah. But like, yeah. I, so I must have known him from somewhere. 
I'm even wondering if maybe I saw Stranglemania first and then saw the IWA Deathmatch. I was like, that's where this is from. I don't know. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, he he's a legend. Uh, he did so much and was so sort of formative. And I did get to meet him when I was a teenager. I still have the picture. That's one of my favorite pictures. Uh, I was so nervous. I, it barely looks like me. <laughs> yeah, it really, it really yeah. does. Uh, I was a young, thin man. I was 15, you maybe. Were, you were 15, dude. <laughs> um, and I was wearing my, like, my knit cap that I yeah. wore. Forever until it got a giant hole in it. Oh, I love that hat. Um, but uh, it's got the, he's got I, he's got in a headlock. He I remember you know? how nice he was, how nervous I was. Is at Carson's. I remember he told my friend Kyle that he looked like Paulie because Kyle had long hair and a baseball cap. He told me that he looked like Paulie. Uh, and I just remember being real nervous. And he signed. I had the signed picture, and it says to my hardcore buddy, "Stay out of jail," because he signed that for everybody. Yeah. Uh, and he signed a T-shirt. I had the Funk U2 T-shirt signed by him uh, and the, the 8x10. And he signed a picture for a friend of ours, Frank, who couldn't make it to the – who was Terry Funk's also his favorite wrestler. And he couldn't make it, but we bought the – we paid for the autograph, and I got it for him. And I explained to him. I said, you know, a big fan. I said, we're, we're both giant fans. You're my favorite wrestler of all time. And he was very humble about it. And I said, a friend of mine can't make it, but he asked if if I could, if I can get an 8x10 for him. And, and he signed it to Frank. Uh, DJ put me in a spinning toe hold and forced me to sign this autograph for you, <laughs> like your friend or your pal Terry Funk. And I know Frankie still has it, and uh, I'm surprised I didn't get a message from him today. But uh, yeah, it was uh, even back then I was super nervous. And I said, I like I don't know if I met him as an adult, I'd be any more eloquent. I don't think I'd be able to do anything beyond like no. uh, you're my you're you're my favorite wrestler of all time. Thank you, Mr. Yeah. Funk. Um, because he really does mean the world to me. And I cried yesterday. I was I was in my chiropractor appointment when I saw Ric Flair post about it. Dude. And I sent it to you. And was like, please check this. Uh, and then you called me when I was in the office. Yeah, I'm I was sure like, like when you saw my name pop yeah. up on the phone, you're like, oh, fuck. Right. And because it's Flair, you can't trust everything Flair no, says. No. But then I, and Mick posted it. And that's pretty much where that yeah. landed. Um, and I, I almost cried in the, in the Cairo waiting room. I was like, hold it together. You don't, you don't have to explain to your chiropractor that you're sobbing because a 79 year old man you never <laughs> met has passed away. Um, but he is that important to me. And I didn't tell you this and it's going to be very hard for me to get through. Uh, but I did write a little eulogy. Oh man. What are you going to do this to me? <laughs> um, I did tell you I was going to make you cry. Yeah, you fuck. Uh, it's going to be really tough, but I, I stayed up last night. I just, I couldn't sleep and I'm I was watching. To, hold on. I'm going to have to chew on a Smurf <laughs> gummy here. I was watching Terry Funk stuff and, you know, uh, and it's been really nice seeing everyone else sort of talk about him and knowing that he has all these fans. Um, Michelle said once that he, that Terry Funk was explained to him or her as your favorite wrestler's favorite wrestler. And she's like, I understand that. That makes sense. Oh. Um, but, you know, and you said kindly that I'm the, the foremost sort of guy. And I'm sure there's other people, but it is it is my guy. And I do know a, a ton about him. And mm -hmm. I've studied his career. And, you know, I was on with uh, with uh, our pals on uh, Final Wrestling Place. I thought about that earlier To do that. that episode uh, about Terry Funk. Uh, and I did the, the Twitter thread that Elon Musk ruined on Terry Funk's last birthday, which is even more of a reason for me to hate him. Yep. Uh, but I did get through like 1989 or whatever. I don't mm -hmm. know. That took a long, long time because once I started, I was like, well, I got to hit almost everything. Yeah. Um, but I wrote this eulogy. It's short, but it's going to choke me up the whole time. Uh, but I'm going to try. So don't make fun of me for crying and don't make fun of me if it's stupid. But this is me at 2 a.m. last night. Uh, and then I did some slight edits to it this morning. So... Uh, farewell to Funker. Uh, 
Amarillo, uh, Texas's favorite son was born to be wired on June 30th of 1944 and forced into retirement on August 23rd of 2023. <laughs> the second son of Dorothy Culver and Dory Funk Sr., younger brother to Dory Funk Jr. Terry would debut for his father's Western States sports promotion in 1965 against Sputnik Monroe and quickly rise through the ranks. Following in his brother's footsteps, by 1975, Terry had already solidified his legacy by becoming NWA champion, a reign that lasted 424 days. But that's only the first part of the legend. Over the next 30-plus years, the world would be gifted with the greatest pro wrestler to ever lace up a pair of boots. Through hard-fought battles in Japan and legendary battles with egg-sucking dogs, from empty arenas against the king in Memphis to chair riots in Philly, in fights with banana-nosed cowards in Troy, New York, to explosions in FMW, to a starring role in Roadhouse. <laughs> Terry showed wrestling fans what it truly meant to be meaner than a rattlesnake, tougher than shoe leather, and certainly more dangerous than a hollow-eyed scorpine. <laughs> Terry made sure everyone knew that he didn't need no goddamn theme music. We were told that he didn't wear no mouthpiece. And he showed us that if you came out of a box, you were guaranteed to be over. Terry Funk had a pro wrestling career most people dream about. In fact, he had it three times over. Funk found success as a man who knew how to reinvent himself how to be unselfish in selfish times, and knew when to go home to his sick horse. A legend's legend, a pro's pro, your favorite wrestler's favorite wrestler. Straight out of Texas, kicking ass and taking names. Tuesdays are for Terry, but Terry Funk is forever. That's, yeah. Oh, man. Um, that's my guy. And, uh, you know, it's the saddest I've ever been for somebody I didn't know. Uh, and, you know, we have to make sure, you know, Joe told me this, like, because he was one of the people that texted me. And, like, we have to make sure that people don't forget Terry. And there's going to be a lot of people that that don't um, – it'll make sure that Terry's not forgotten, right? Because he is a legend. Um, you know, even Ric Flair was like, he taught me a lot. And – you know, Ric Flair's high up on that pedestal, but I don't know that you have a Ric Flair without a Terry Funk. I don't know that a lot of these people are able to come to the level that they do without running across Terry Funk's path, right? Uh, he has the one title run. The The rumor was always that he wasn't supposed to win it, you know. Uh, that it was he stopped in for his brother and it was a it was a it was a shoot or it was a work <laughs> and you know whatever, uh, but he was champion. He's on the cover of the first ever NBA magazine, yep. uh, you know, and he has this amazing career in Japan. Retires in the early eighties, uh, goes into Hollywood, comes back, you know, sort of has this other career almost. Um, even in between, like, his Japan career, his style in Japan is a little different than his style in the U.S. He invents the hardcore over there in Japan with Brody and Abdullah and Stan. Uh, and he has this, like, this crazy career in the NWA in the 80s uh, through the 70s and 80s. He has the Japan career running concurrently. 
he feuds with Flair in what is still to me the greatest feud in professional wrestling no history. No doubt, it, it, it like nothing it touches just, it. It runs a year and it's absolutely insane and completely captivating. Uh, and then like the mid nineties, he's you know, I mean, he's forty four years old in eighty nine, forty five when he's what some may consider his peak. It's certainly yeah. one of the peak wrestling years. Eighty nine is an amazing year for oh, professional it's wrestling. Incredible. And uh, he, uh, he then reinvents for ECW and FMW and, you know, is this, you know, he was middle-aged and crazy bef- long before he ever got to ECW. Yeah. Because uh, when we watched that that Mark Henry match today oh from, from 2001 when JR says middle-aged and crazy and Lawler says, how many 106-year-old yeah. men do you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you know, uh, but his ECW run is really great, and it's what a lot of people remember. And I still think even when I close my eyes and think of him, I think of the striped tights. And that's that's not until his his till post eighty nine. It's not until the early nineties yeah. that he's wearing the red, black, and white, or the or the blue and black, or the the yellow, gray, and black, or whatever. Um, you know, then they were just like women's tights, pantyhose that he that's put a, over, you know, yeah. over a pair of underwear over. Um, but like the ECW thing is is really this remarkable run that helps legitimize the company and sort of plants his cultural image of that sort of crazy old man. Uh, he starts doing moonsaults. <laughs> That's another thing we quote all the time. <laughs> Who wants to see the funker do a moonsault? <laughs> um, you know, and you just see all the praise pouring in and the indie shows and him, uh, you know, look up the stuff about AIW with him with the, oh. the brawl with, with Duke and Eddie Kingston. Like there's you just Eddie or Terry always delivered. Right. And, you know, you see the other wrestlers saying, we all know that Eddie Kingston's very open to Terry Funk's the yeah. GOAT. Uh, and a lot of people feel that way. Uh, Bill McKenna from Mattel and uh, Kyle Peterson, the figure guy, says, like, everybody talks about Terry Funk and how, how great and important he was. Um, and it's, he lived a long life. So it, it, it almost feels weird, particularly with the news of Bray Wyatt today. Yeah. That, like to be so mournful over Terry because he lived longer than a lot of people thought he should have, especially with the abuse he did to his body. Yeah. You know, uh, there's, you know, uh, again, it's morbid and like, the, oh, there's no way this is fair or whatever. But like the fact that Ric Flair is still drinking on his same liver he was born with is really a remarkable thing. <laughs> I mean, uh, we always say it, but and, like, and look I, at Jake Roberts. Right. Like, and I think those guys feel that way. Right. You know, they, they do. I think they know. Um, yeah, they do. But and Mick Mick Foley wrote a really nice post and said, you know, he's slipped pretty far in the last couple of months. Uh, and you know, sort of January was the last time he saw him, and he was in a good day. And then yeah, it got um, sort of less and less. So Dark Side of the Ring on Twitter, they yeah. put up the video right. of Mick like seeing him in January. Yeah, and, and it's so nice, you yeah, know. It's, great. It, it's just yeah, and it, it's nice to see those right. two. And Mick saying, you know, he's the greatest professional wrestler I ever saw. Uh, you know, and I just, I, I can't disagree. Uh, every aspect of the things that he did in wrestling, uh, were so good and he could be the absolute best, most believable wild man (laughs) you've ever seen. Yeah. And even when he was being a wild man, he'd still make you laugh with a cell or just a little movement. You know, the, he wasn't, he never confined himself to any of that stuff. No, man, he was such an entertainer. Right. He, right, amazing on the mic, great in the ring, a better wrestler in the ring than a lot of people realize. 
And like, you know, his style's changed, but like that him the him and Flair I quit match is one of the greatest professional wrestling matches it of is, all time. It really is. Like it is it's it's top five, maybe my number one. Like it is an amazing professional wrestling match. Um, you know, and again, he's 44, 45 years old at that point. Uh, but in the seventies, the footage is harder to find. If sixties stuff from Amarillo is incredibly hard to find. Um but uh, you know, he was a great wrestler, a better promo, and the most adaptable wrestler there ever was. I mean, just look at the feuds that he had. You mm-hmm. know, like Harley Race, right. Dusty Rhodes. You definitely don't have Dusty Rhodes without Terry Funk. No. Uh, you know, Jerry Waller, mm-hmm. obviously. Right. You know, my Waller, my Right. Uh, just, yeah. oh my God. Like, we were watching You're earlier. On Lawler's side. The fans are on Lawler's <laughs> side. Like, we are watching earlier where he just... Jumps in the ring yep. and beats up just two fucking jabrones, right. just screaming for Waller, uh-huh. like high pitched shrieking almost, you know? Yeah. And like, it's just so like, yep. oh, like man, that, you don't get he, that. He goes, you can't get rid of me, Waller. I'm going to move yeah, I'm here. I'm here, I'm Waller. Like, I'm going to get a house in Memphis, Waller. <laughs> like, it's like from that shit. It's a, yeah. you know, us watching, um, you know his ECW stuff, right? With Ra- like with Raven, the mm-hmm. promo we watched right. earlier. Yeah. Quote the fucker, nevermore, you piece of shit. Right, where he sits in the corner, he's trying to goat Raven, oh, and Raven's so like, like you, I don't need to fight you. It's not. We're gonna do this in the ring or whatever." He's like, "You're not gonna get me to fight you. You're not gonna get me to lose control." Yeah, and just Terry does. He gets right. him to lose. And he's it. like, "You know what? You're a whiner." Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, my daddy never my, loved me. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, uh, right. Dude, like, from that to, you know, I watched last night when he made his return in WWE mm-hmm. in 2006. The yeah. stuff with Foley. Like, mm-hmm. just, hey, Foley, your wife's a whore. <laughs> hey, Foley, your kids are bastards. <laughs> oh, and when he calls them satchel ass, you know, like, <laughs> right. it's just... Oh, my he God. He throws a chicken at Dustin Rhodes. Dude, he throws a fucking <laughs> chicken. He, he gets kicked by that horse oh in the stable God. against Candido in the arm, thankfully. And he hits the uh, horse. I remember the dirty funker. He answered me on Twitter one yeah. time when I asked him. Like, ask Terry about the, the horse, yeah, you know? right. Um, yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. I... I you and I could sit here and yeah. wax right. poetic. I, right. I, <laughs> I, I, I've, you know, I've watched just about everything. I constantly look for new stuff. I'm constantly consuming more Terry Funk media. Uh, I don't watch as much as I, I used to. I particularly don't find myself watching as much of the All Japan stuff from the 70s and 80s that I should get back to because it's very good with him and his brother. You know what? It, it is very good, but I agree. Yeah. I I, I almost find, like, like, you know, the matches are great, but, yeah. like... Just the, the the promos, man. Right. Like, I I jump to ugh. to the like if I'm gonna watch promos, I'm watching stuff from from Florida. Yeah. If I'm watching matches and stuff, I'm watching the spectacles in ECW or like, dude, IWA or him, FMW. Him in the fucking right. shower from Florida. Oh, it's my it's my favorite Terry with the promo motor of all time. oil. Oh my I, god! I saw that promo for the first time on that shoot interview. Did you really? That was the yeah. first time I ever saw it. 
And I remember telling people about it, and there was no other way to get it. Like it was the you know the internet was was in its infancy, and it was just wasn't around for the longest time. And I just used to tell people like, "There's this promo. It's in black and white. He's in a shower. He pours motor oil over his head, and then a five pound bag of dirty dirt because that's exactly what it is. Because he wants to know what it feels like to be a greasy, grimy Florida cracker." Yeah. And it's this crazy promo, and the man actually drinks motor oil in it. Um, Dude, fucking... I remember when Joe Sposo <laughs> sent it to me for the first time. He's like, Here, it's online. I was like, oh my god, it finally exists. Yeah. Dude, even um, the fucking... Uh, what Was it Fall Brawl 94, the War Games match? Mm-hmm. The promo about the FBI? Yeah, yeah. Oh my yep. god. Fat Boys Incorporated. Incorporated. Right. <laughs> like... <laughs> Right. Oh, and it's just it, you know, even in, in the sort of worst era of WCW, worst in quotes, uh, 2000, 2001, where he's commissioner and the old age outlaws. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, he's wrestling Kevin Nash. Yeah. Like the his hardcore title matches with Norman Smiley are really good. Yeah. Uh, he was just this adaptable guy who, like, you know, knew that he was slowing down and you could see it, but like it never made him any less believable. No. Even at 55 or 57 years old, you were like, this guy has a chance oh because God. he is completely, he's completely <laughs> uncontrollable. Yeah. He's absolutely believable. And because his punches were so good that it just, you never left that state of like, Terry Funk could win this. He could beat anybody. Yeah. Because he just he was just a fucking madman. You'd have to kill him. So I looked up on Twitter um, mm-hmm. when I asked the dirty funker. Yeah. Because like he was saying it's about time to get Mr. Mm-hmm. Funk on the phone, answer the questions. Yeah. Asked if he got revenge on that horse that kicked him during yeah. the match with Candido. And Terry responded, No, I was afraid of the horse. I didn't want to get kicked again. That's for damn sure. <laughs> <laughs> like, right. So, oh, man. you know, he just, he, he's got the stories and there's, there's countless shoot interviews and podcasts and, and in the last couple of years when he was cognizant and sort of around, he was telling the same stories, which is fine. He's never got, I never got old of him. Right. Though, you know, that's the problem. His book like, is very good. Yeah. Uh, he tells a lot of fun stories. I saw that story this week of, uh, with Briscoe in Japan. I'd never seen that before from, from yeah. Jerry Briscoe's book. Yeah. It was Jerry Briscoe, uh, about buying the motorcycles from the junkyard for 50 bucks. Uh, and like when they were done with them, they're like, what are you going to do with these motorcycles? And Terry was like, the only thing we can do, drive them into the river. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Flair was on, uh, like the yes network with, um, Peter Rosenberg. Yeah. And it was asking like, this story is about funk and like tells the, the fucking, one of my favorite stories of like Flair's wife and her friend coming yep. home and the wife and like her friend being like, who the hell is that? And they go, and the Flair's wife goes, well, that's my husband, and that's the world's heavyweight champion, and it's Terry Funk army crawling around the yard with a knife in his naked. mouth. Naked. Yeah, naked. Like- Hunting Ric Flair's dog. Because <laughs> they were fucking hammered <laughs> off Everclear. Like, yeah, right. It's just, oh, man, yep. that shit is so funny. Yeah, it's the best. Uh, it really is. And his, he also has, what, which is really remarkable, it's hard to find a, a sort of a locked down solid version of it, but like his his wrestling training tree is insane. Yeah, it really is, man. Because of the relationship that him and his brother had with Giant Baba in all Japan in the 70s and 80s, 
everybody was sent through Amarillo. Yeah. So Tenru, Sharuda, Onita, Onita. Oh, you know, Onita posted about him and said, like, I basically Stop. lived in Terry Funk's house for a month for free. Yep. You know, uh, and Terry Funk later calls him a chicken shit. But uh, <laughs> I don't I need mean, no fucking stitches. Right. Not like Onita. <laughs> that chicken <Right>. shit. <laughs> He's got the heart of a chicken. <laughs> Um, but, uh, so perfect, right, man. You know, and the stories about like uh, Dusty being his backup on on West Texas State, yeah, and just like all that sort of stuff, and like you know, uh, Dusty wanted to come to the to the to the funk school, and just the the training tree is is it's legitimately insane. Um, and he you know just trained so many people from Japan and so many people in the U.S. and just. Passed and also seemingly passed his knowledge throughout his career, uh, always sort of, you know, willing to teach and learn and, and put people over. And that's a big thing, too, that a lot of people are talking about. In 89, he has that, that match against a very young Eddie Guerrero. Yep. I'm like, Eddie gets shit in in that match. It's not it's not yeah, one-sided, so as you'd think. I went back and I was re-listening to uh, Jim Ross's episode yeah. um, about Terry from, mm-hmm. it's like over two years at this yeah. point. And he talked about the Eddie Guerrero match. Mm-hmm. And Conrad kind of says, like, why didn't Eddie get signed there? Yeah. And he goes, eh, bullshit that he was too small. Right. He goes, Terry loved that guy. Yeah. And he wanted to make him. Right. And they just didn't yeah. listen to Terry. Right. You know, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, and that's the thing. Then the funny thing about that is Terry was told by Vince that he was too small in a main event of pay-per-view against Hogan. Which is nuts. And they had to pay it off on Saturday night's main event. Yeah. Um, you know, and then he went home to the sick horse. My, Vince, my, my horse, horse is, is sick. My horse is sick. Terry, how's the horse? <laughs> um, just uh, a legend in the truest sense of the word. Uh, I would say about as non uh, controversial of a wrestler you could possibly find. Yeah, there's loved- no, there's no Terry stories of him exposing himself. Loved his wife, right? Loved his wife. I'm, you know, the, I ain't gonna say that he probably didn't run around on the well, road. You know, the times were the times. Yeah, but married forever to Vicky, two wonderful daughters, uh, a family man. Always made sure he took care of his family. Uh, had the Double Cross Ranch for a long, long time. Uh, I read today that in him and his brother ran the Amarillo territory until 1980. Wow! And sold it to Blackjack Mulligan, and it closed within a year. That, that doesn't surprise <laughs> right. me, man. Um, but uh, you know, and just all the great stories. There was a story from the shooter interview that I that I love. One of my favorite stories is Terry and Dory are little kids, and they're at a restaurant. They're at like a fast food joint or whatever existed back then, and they're sitting at a booth together. And Terry's dad is off at another booth. Or in line or something, and some guy comes in and squeezes next to Dory in the seat and says, "You can tell me this whole wrestling thing's fake, right?" And Terry slips out of the booth while the guy's talking to Dory, and he goes and gets his dad, and his dad walks over to the guy and he says, "You talking to my boys?" And he's like, mm. "This is what he asking him," and he says, "He goes, I'll show you how fake it is." And he laid him out in that restaurant. Perfect. And says, there you go. That's how fake wrestling is. Perfect. Uh, you know, and it's just uh I can watch I will watch Terry forever. Yeah, of course. Man. Uh so uh we were given an idea uh this week, a suggestion yeah. uh, by Joe from Mad Odds with Wrestling, and uh we're gonna take it for ourselves because we're greedy. Uh and Ad Odds has enough stuff. So uh we're gonna start doing a Terry Funk moment of the week here. Uh we both love him. Yeah. Uh and uh we'll play something 
put something on social media, um, sort of, uh, you know, promos. There's enough promos to last us. I don't know. A lifetime? Uh, yeah. Forever. <laughs> uh, so we're going to we're gonna start doing that uh, just so that everybody can remember and or experience for the first time some fun Terry Funk stuff. Uh, you know, whether it be him uh, slapping Paulie in the mouth for, for mentioning his daughter's. What do you call him? Dog breath? Dog breath. Oh, it's so good. You know, or uh, him making Lance Russell wildly uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, or the when he when he explains to you that uh, when you have a War Games match, there's one thing that everybody knows what you need. <laughs> a pervert. As the camera pans to Jerry Lawler. <laughs> Get that camera out of here. <laughs> so funny. So fucking funny, man. Uh, there, Terry's the best. Uh, we have a lot else to talk about. I think we've covered just about everything we needed to. Uh, but he's the best, and uh, I love him, and uh, he'll forever be my favorite. I, Mick Foley said that I don't think anyone will be able to fill Terry's shoes, and I really think that's true. Uh, I just I don't know someone. I don't know a professional wrestler that's going to have the wherewithal or the ability to adapt and change, and have a career that lasted. From 1965 till 2017, so 50 years, whatever. Yeah. Um, Remarkable. Godspeed to the Funker, man. Absolutely. Uh, we love you. Double cross ranch in the sky. Yeah, dude. Seeing his horse again. Oh, man. Yeah. But we love you. We love you, Terry. And, so much. Uh, and I, 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 and I, I, think he, I think he knew it. I think he, towards the end, he got enough praise and yeah. enough people loved him. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be tributes all week from every promotion. I would imagine every promotion in the world oh, absolutely is going to have a Terry Funk thing because he's worked for most of yeah. them. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I'm sure All Japan's going to do something huge. Uh, New Japan New probably Japan. will too. Yep. They've already put a statement. Yeah. Um, but they'll probably take a photo in the ring and do all that kind of stuff. And, you know, we'll see some guys who aren't on social media that'll be telling some stories, I'm sure. Stan and, uh, and whoever, but Steen popped back on Twitter yesterday just yeah. to put up a thing about Terry, you yeah. know, right? Um, but so, yeah, uh, he wrestled everybody, yeah, and you know. yeah, so he is most certainly your favorite wrestler's favorite wrestler and uh, belonging on uh, anybody's Mount Rushmore, even though I don't think I put him on my Mount Rushmore those couple weeks ago. But I don't think you did, maybe I did. No, it wasn't a personal round, it wasn't no, a personal, it was no. like affecting the business, yeah. and yeah, it's a little different. But he's just such an influential wrestler. Um, and uh, yeah, hopefully at Wembley, we see some spinning toe holds. I need some spinning toe holds, I need some spinning ladder spots, right. absolutely. Um, you know, because contrary to popular belief, it does not make you look like Homer Simpson, it's true, because Terry Funk rules, that's bitch. right. I can't. I, I can only imagine that Eddie Kingston's going to be wearing no less than three Terry yeah. Funk T-shirts to wrestle at Wembley. That's the way it should be. He's man. gonna. He's gonna be like Macho Man wearing three different outfits <laughs> in the one day tournament. <laughs> he's just gonna have different Terry yeah. Funk attires every time that he's gonna tear off. That makes me happy. Uh but uh, yeah, he was the best, and uh, yeah, it's it's sad, and uh, wrestling is is gonna be. I mean, it's weird because he wasn't in wrestling for how long? You know, like oh, wrestling's not gonna be the same without him. But he was there. But he was there. Uh and uh, you know, that shadow looms large, and he is uh. A true legend. A lot of people like to say that word, and he really, he really was. Yeah. So, uh, so good. Mick Foley said this. Google Terry Funk. Go to YouTube. Type in Terry Funk. Yeah. He said, "Spend your weekend. Right. Get, just get lost in it. You Close know? your eyes and pick something. Yeah. I guarantee you'll be entertained. Um, don't 
don't put anything by Hannibal on your TV because that guy sucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and don't look on eBay where everybody's price gouging Terry Funk stuff and yeah. magically like 150 yeah. listings and brand new 8x10 yep. signs showed the, up. The disgusting act. Um, but uh, I guarantee you'll be entertained. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, from at any point in in Terry's career, so uh, and look for the real ECW stuff because some of the stuff isn't on Peacock, and you know I had a hard time finding Born to Be Wired yesterday, so I just had to dive into my own collection and find it. I love it, man. So, but there, it's all out there, and we'll be making suggestions from here going forward. So, Terry's the best. Yep, uh, Terry Funk forever, forever, uh, forever for real. Did I, I? I thought I was gonna. I, you know, I remembered. I thought I had something saved on my phone to play during this. Well, how about this? Um, maybe we'll. Take the extra effort to put in a sound clip or something oh, right here. Well, maybe I will. Um, uh, yeah, maybe we'll do that. But um, I guess we'll we'll uh, we'll be back after these after this clip. I guess. Sure. from here what are we yeah what um, are we doing i guess we'll just do we talking because we had a big week ourselves it was the highest of the highs and the lowest yeah, of the lows. Uh, let's talk about that okay you know all right let's, let's talk let's, you know let's i mean it is before it is the first thing we did after we recorded yeah basically. let's you know let, let's just okay i don't i don't have like a select format for this week no i just think we're just kind of yeah talking uh so we were at both all stars. What is it? All star <laughs> on my shirt. Junior USA Festival yeah. twenty twenty three. Yes. yes, he's wearing shirt. That's, that's um nice. and uh, it, for the that was on uh, Saturday. New Japan esque. They everybody said New Japan, but it was whatever yeah. conglomeration. But yeah, it was Saturday at the twenty three hundred arena, and then we were back on Sunday for Impact New Japan crossover Multiverse United two. Yes, so we watched like. Seven, six, seven hours of wrestling live this weekend, About, this past weekend. Yeah, you're right. I think the Impact show was three hours, and the, it was. the New Japan one was around three and a half or so. Mm-hmm. Um, but lots of stuff. Uh, I, I don't have a, I don't have a rundown. Obviously, I'm not taking notes. I'm not some weirdo that sits in the back row with a notebook. Oh, um, my God. But, um, but we can just talk about sort of the, the, the experience. Uh, if you watch the shows, uh, I think the Super Junior show was better. It was. I agree. Uh, and I, 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 I probably wasn't expecting that. Um, you know, we talked about us on the show here, like him and Han, about whether or not we were going to go. And when they announced Taguchi, uh, of course, we uh, signed up. Bought those tickets. <laughs> Immediately. Um, and yep. then they announced some real weird ones after Taguchi that I was like, I don't know that I would have. 
done this. Yeah, like Enzo Amore. Like, like, like real one. Um, boy, oh boy. So, uh, it was a lot of, like, scramble matches and tag team matches and stuff. Um, Pat's King of Cheesesteaks matches. Right, they hung a bag of Pat's Cheesesteaks above the ring for the... And Dookie, the, Duke, Doki is the King of the Cheesesteak now. Doki and Lowrider. It was a tag team match, apparently. Doki is the King of the Cheesesteak. Uh, did you know what was when uh-huh. we were watching it, did you know it was a tag team match? Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, he uh, he's the one who retained, who obtained the bag. Yes. It's his. But I was Has so, even after the match now, thinking back about it, I was like, wait, why is Lowrider celebrating too? Mm-hmm. I don't understand. Oh, whatever. Goofy Japanese wrestling, whatever. Lowrider gets the help. Okay. But yeah, apparently they were a tag team. They were. Uh, very weird, because Lowrider stunk out loud and almost killed somebody. Sure did. So, uh, but Doki, Doki wins the cheese. He is the Pat's cheesesteak winner. Yeah, he's the king of the cheesesteak. Right. Uh, but let's uh, w- w- let's uh, rewind a little bit. I guess we'll start from the beginning, like every good story should. Uh, we got to meet Tanahashi. Redemption. Yes, we finally got to meet Hiroshi Tanahashi. So they did the meet and greet not two hours before it was about to happen. We were not in Baltimore eating delicious crab cakes when they announced it. <sighs> Although would have been nice, I would have liked to be in Baltimore uh, eating delicious crab cakes. But uh, so we we got to get in line to meet meet Tanahashi. We we drove down. Uh, we uh, were a little later than than we thought, so we just skipped eating. We we were gonna partake in the sloppy Joe special at the twenty three hundred. Oh god, <laughs> we didn't. You know what's funny? I didn't see anybody eating those. No, I mean, we're gonna eat sloppy Joe's. <laughs> like that. Like the wrestling crowd's already full of sloppy Joe's. Yeah. Like no why? Need why, to eat, why are they? One. That, right. Like really, that's that was the selling point. Right. What a disaster of an idea! <laughs> but um, a loose meat sandwich at a wrestling show. Ah, loose meat. But uh, so we get in line, and we're, we're fifteen and sixteen in the Tanahashi line. Uh, I walk up and wear my Taguchi shirt because, of course, I am because the theme of this night, especially, is Taguchi. Uh, we're getting two Gucci this weekend. Taguchi <laughs> two nights because uh, he's also on the Impact show. Uh, uh. Shout out to Ryan Cerny for getting us the giving us the tickets for the Impact Show yes, again. Thank you. Uh, that was awesome hooking us up. Um, so I got to, so we got to get two gooched. Uh, even though the Impact one, he was the first match in the pre-show and didn't get to do as much as he should have. But anyway, <laughs> uh, so but I digress. Right, so I walk up and there's a guy in a Taguchi shirt that's not the same Taguchi shirt I'm wearing. It was a Taguchi shirt I don't own. I own three Taguchi shirts. Yeah, you might need to get a new one. Ooh, might have to. But uh, we immediately lock eyes and you know give each other the proper praise as as. Uh, members of or appreciators of Taguchi Japan. I don't know if he was a member of Taguchi USA. That's I'm going to say no. It's an exclusive club. You uh, you have proof. I do. I have proof. It's on my phone. I didn't see his proof. I didn't see his proof either. Uh, but so we get we get we wait in line. We get in. They do the pat down. We're waiting. All that sort of stuff. Uh, and Tanahashi comes in and, and looking looking great. We get the picture in front of the lion mark it's with phenomenal. him. Phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, and I walk up to him. Uh, and he points at my shirt and he says, oh, it's Taguchi. Uh, and he's like, finally, Taguchi. And I said, that's my number one guy. That's the guy yeah. I'm here for. I love him so much. Because uh, Tanashi's a member of Taguchi Japan. Sure is. Uh, and uh, I, I chicken out doing the guitar pose because he was doing the same pose with everybody. I was like, oh, I'm not going to try and change anything up. I should have because somebody else did it later. Yep. But, uh, you know, and I shook his hand and just said it was an honor to meet him and, and whatever. Uh, you go up. To him, yeah, uh, him and I got probably the best picture, the best sneaker picture of the weekend. Yes, his sneakers were popping. Mm-hmm. My Air Max nineties looked great. Absolutely, we, we're men of shoes. Right, you both had your lifts in. <laughs> you son of a bitch! <laughs> oh, you know it's fucked up. Uh-huh. So I went out to my sister's yesterday for dinner. Yeah, 
um tyler's taller than me now oh really yeah no shit because like he's like taller than me and then i took my foot out of the shoe yeah and i dropped down and they're like oh my god that's funny Yep, Michelle got a new pair of shoes today, and they got lifts in them too. They don't actually, yeah. like, you know. And she's listen, like, "I'm so much taller." I'm like, "You're still short." Listen, I'm working, brother. Right? Absolutely. Listen, I, I had to look much, much bigger than right. the Japanese wrestlers. Right? If Hulk Hogan can drop from six ten to six four because of back surgery, <laughs> uh, oh god, that made me choke. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we got to meet Tanahashi. Uh, very nice little thing. Yeah, it was awesome. Lots man. of people in line. Very excited. Fucking legend. He's a legend. It's, he's, well, Got a real nice, like dated eight by ten yeah, too. Which that was, really was cool. real nice. Signed silver like marker. Yeah, paint very pen. cool. Uh, really cool thing from him there. Uh, just an honor to meet a guy like that. He's, he really yeah. is a legend, and you know one of the best of ever to do it. Um, not on the show. He's on the Impact show the next night. Uh, but he did. I guess it was out. At, was it before the meet and green? No, this is after. After he the, does the cheesesteak spot, dude. So, I, it was, they show a video on social media kind of yeah. promoting the King or mm-hmm. the Pat's cheesesteaks yeah. match. And so, I saw the tweet later. Yeah. Where, or I saw his later tweet first where he said, took a bite, felt my teeth, oh no. Mm-hmm. I went, oh no, he broke his teeth again. Right. So, then this video comes out of him and whoever, and he takes a bite out of the cheesesteak. And I go, oh no, he broke his teeth on a cheesesteak. Uh-huh. Tanahashi officially did break his teeth on a cheesesteak. Because that pad's bread is tough. Dude. Um, Come on. Hey, yeah, Tanahashi. Right? I, I will, does he need me to baby bird his f- <laughs> food to him in the States? That. Next time I will be the US. his personal food chewer. Right. Okay? Absolutely. I'll break my teeth. That's fine. Yeah. I'll do that for Tanahashi. Because right. he did wrestle the next night with his teeth out. Yeah. I have a really good picture zoomed in of his yeah. no teeth. That's funny. The last two times we saw him wrestle in America, he had no teeth. No teeth. Yeah, but he has teeth in the picture with us. Yeah, he does. So that's like a handsome as he fuck. He is looking great. Um, yeah, so that was really cool. And then we just sort of hung out, waited for the doors to open. Yeah, uh, got in. Uh, the merch wasn't great. You got the you got the logo T shirt. Yeah, I, I love. Um, I like getting because it's it's yeah. simple. It's a simple right. shirt. Yeah, thankfully. And. Uh, there was some people sort of out doing photos. Which we kind of were speculating, okay, right. who maybe, you know. Yes. Um, so, the first person that we saw that was out was uh, Ichiban Sweet Ichiban Boy, Sweet Boy. Kosai Fujita. Yes. So, we're, we were kind of hemming and hawing over yeah. that one. Um, but then you looked over and you go, oh, Dragon Kid. Right. And we were both like, oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. So, Dragon Kid came out. We both got our pictures with Dragon Absolutely. Kid. That was cool as that shit. That was awesome. Um, that's a fucking legend. Absolutely. Right there. Un- unappreciated. Yeah. Uh, flippy guy. Like, really, uh, you know, FMW referee. Wasn't trained by Onita because Onita felt he was too small. Yeah. And then goes to Torimon in 99. Uh, it's the first class. Becomes Gives Dragon Kid his Ultimate Dragon's protege. And is, like, one of the best sort of, you know, lucha, flippy, whatever guys that yeah. he happens to be. Yeah, so we got our picture with Dragon Kid. That was cool as shit. Yes. We're standing there, and we're kind of thinking, eh, fuck it. Let's right. get it. one with uh, Fujita as well. Yes. So that was cool. Um, He gave you a signed 8 by 10 and give right. me one, son of a bitch. Yeah, so I, I think he was just a little confused. I think so, too. To get one. Yeah. But, so I, I walked up to him, and or you went first, yeah. and then I walked up, and he also popped for my Taguchi shirt. He did, yeah. He was like, oh, Taguchi, and he did the Taguchi yep. hand sign. Oh, yeah. And we got the picture, and then we were kind of just standing around, yeah. and I went to leave, and I looked back, he's like, do you want a picture? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And we went over, and he talked to us a little bit. Yeah. It was his first time in America. Yeah, first, first time out of Japan. Yeah. Uh, and he was doing the 8x10s, and he had a scrap piece of paper because he was trying to learn how to write the American out, like the English alphabet. Which is, all like, incredible and to so be doing And so he was that. asking people's names so he could write them out on the 8x10. Uh, I'll have to post a picture of the 8x10, but I said to him, I said, my name is DJ, and I have hard times with – Native English speakers understanding what I'm saying. Sure. Uh, my, maybe I'm a little marbly mouthed or it's just initials. It's uh, people expect a vowel in there somewhere. Yeah. And so he sort of looked at me and I said, it's just a D and a J. And he wrote D N J on yeah, his little piece of paper. Yeah. And I was like, no, 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 no N, just D J, just those two letters. He was, oh, okay. And he signed it and he handed it to me. And I looked at it and the J was backwards because yeah. I watched him write it on his piece of paper upside down yeah. and my brain didn't you know, process. Think, yeah. And so the J, so it looks like it kind of says DL a little bit, uh, but he was super nice, super uh, cool. You know, clearly just learning English, but like just to be that nice and and also to sort of be that sort of forthcoming enough to be like, I'm trying to learn. Can you help? I like, thought that, that was really that cool. was very big. It's a, of him it's a to really do that. great yeah. experience. And then we ended up seeing his first win. He wins this match. Yeah, he gets, he gets the, the pin. pin. Yeah. And so the the next night he was out again at the Impact Show doing. I, I just walked over and I shook his hand. I said, "Congratulations on your big win." Yeah. Like that's crazy. It's your big first win yesterday outside of the outside of Japan. And he looked at me for a second. And he was like, "Oh, win! I won!" Yeah. <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> um. So that was really cool. Very cool. Um, He's going to be great. I think, you know, yeah. I think he's got it. He's, I do agree He's another super talented guy that's just young. So, he's – I think he's going to do really well. Uh, attached with Zack Sabre is a great thing. Yes. Uh, and TMDK. And Spend a lot of time with Robbie Eagles. Yeah. And uh, his excursion is going to be a worldwide excursion. Yes, right. Which I think that's cool as shit. Yeah, that's Good really for cool. him. So, that's cool. It's cool to see him. Um, and uh, Shun Skywalker came out later. He was after the show. He was after the show, but his little thing was up. We didn't meet him. No. Um. But we kind of just sort of, we ate pizza and hot dog, whatever. Yep. Uh, and then uh, sort of just went went back to, went over to our seats, uh, which were close to the ramp and the yeah. entrance stage. There's not a, really a bad seat in that place. No, there's not. Um, the tickets are pricier than they should have been, and I think they know that now. Uh, yeah. Um, but if I paid for front row, I'd be a little mad. I would have been, <laughs> <extremely> <laughs> been a lot mad. But the show was very good. Um, but... Uh, Despy and Mao is a great tag team. Yeah, they. I mean, Despy saying he wants Mao in the Super Juniors next year. Let's do it with Nick Wayne and Jordan Oliver, which Let's is really cool. That's probably the best match of that night. Yeah, I'd say so. Right, yeah. I think the most fun with that one, the most like sort of traditional best wrestling match was yeah. was Nick Wayne and, and Jordan yeah. Oliver um, versus Steve Ball, Kevin Knight in the finals. That yeah, was, was good. That was, was good. good for sure. You know, no doubt. I like good. I like Kevin Smith working the injury or Kevin Knight. Yeah. Kevin Smith. <laughs> Kevin Knight working the injury from earlier in the night. Yeah. Um, you know. Uh, but yeah, it was a fun show overall. I would have done though. The biggest disappointment for me, wrestling wise, or really any wise, is the the Dragon Kid, the, the scrum, the scrumble. The fuck's the matter with me? Yeah, it was the only like seven. It was minutes. only like seven minutes, and like I feel like because the main event was very similar, maybe they they sort of handcuffed those guys yeah, a little there was bit. That, so Barano was in that. Leo yeah, Rush was in that. Right, and those three guys were very excited oh, for being there. Absolutely, I, I was. And, you know, like, Dragon Kid's my number two reason for going. Soberano was, like, my number three. Like, I yeah. really, in the Super Juniors last year, really liked Soberano. He was awesome. And they didn't get to do much. And, like, I don't know why. Um, and if that was the case, I would have moved people like Lil Rider out of the main and put Soberano yeah. there or Dragon Kid. Reading some some people's thoughts on the yeah. show, that seemed to be the biggest complaint across the yeah. board was, why was that match only seven minutes? You have arguably the best 
sort of lucha style, lucha risu for Dragon Kid, but like style wrestling in that match. Like Leo Rush versus Dragon Kid is like a dream uh, match. It's crazy. And Soberano being a taller luchador to be base for these littler guys, you had glimpses of it, but yeah. like you didn't, they didn't let them unleash completely. Yeah, it was kind of weird. And like they let Casey Navarro get a lot. Ugh. And it's just not, uh, you not know. And me, of course, man. Rocky Romero's in the main event of the show yeah. that he fucking booked for no fucking reason. Mm-hmm. Whatever. My opinions on Rocky have changed a lot in the last week or two. I agree. But um, but the show is really good overall. But let's talk. Let's brass tax it here, buddy. Let's so, talk. Let's talk about so, pal. Our our main event. Yeah. Let's let's talk about the 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 reason why we went and the 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 subsequent. I and I have a I have a conspiracy theory that I'm going to be debunked just because I don't know that my life ever goes that way on its own. Dude. So, oh man, this really fucks with my theory now. Yeah. Um. Because I. After the events that we will talk about, I said to you, this is the universe correcting itself. Right. From us not getting from, – or from Juice Robinson's T-shirt getting right. taken away from right. you. I said, the universe just corrected itself. Yes. Right. We got to meet Tanahashi and have a T-shirt. So so uh, chime in from your point of view, but let, let, we'll talk about this. So do you, want, do you want me to chime in from my point of view or do you want – do you want a little a little taste of what happened? Oh, well, you can you can play the taste. So do you want, we got to set it up first, though, right? So number one thing, I uh, I feel like this has been a long time that we've been in a wrestling crowd that the people around us they were, were so fucking cool. awesome. We were in a great Honestly, fucking section. So probably the last one, the last time we were at like a cool wrestling show with like yeah, you know. It was like LVAC when like it's yeah. just us, or that Raw when it was like us, yeah. Joe and Adam, right? You know, like yeah. that was it. But this was just us with complete asshole strangers, and they were really everyone cool. was so everyone was rad. so fucking cool. Right. We got there and they like, knew bigger they, guys they knew what was going on. Right, yeah. as, as I said to you, I said that they the wrestling really needs to adjust the seats from every eighteen inches <laughs> to every twenty four. <laughs> you know, we gotta. Yeah, the steel chair company's gotta yeah, start expanding yeah, these out a little bit. Yeah, let's go, people. Uh, you know, like let's let's seriously let's expand these yeah, out. It's adapt. not an ass every eighteen inches anymore. We're Americans. <laughs> we're going up in size. It's got to be an ass every twenty four inches now. But the people next to us, we were two seats in from the end. They immediately moved down. They're like, we don't want to be pinned in either. Yeah. They're like, this is why we get the end row. Yeah. And we moved, and everybody got to spread out and get some yeah. room, which is real nice. Yeah, dudes. I don't, I don't mind hugging up next to you. No, of course. I don't want to hug up next to everybody. No, like dudes behind us were super yeah, cool super rad you know just yeah. enjoying the show right and i you know taguchi was the reason why we bought tickets i've tweeted taguchi a whole bunch uh he saw my signs from the ring of honor show which you know that sound there mm-hmm. uh and so i brought the same sign with me and i said on twitter like i'm bringing these signs again because I'm, I'm going to see taguchi specifically and he was in the third match i think yes right what was it him and it was the third match so it was taguchi master wado right and uh the DK. Oh, oh no, yeah. sorry. Yeah. No, so it was him, Rich Swan, Rich Swan and the DKC, DKC versus Enzo, uh, Starboy Charlie, Starboy Charlie and Jack, Jack Cartwheel. Cartwheel. Right. And I, if you look on our Twitter, I did put out the video of, I think I put it out, maybe I did, maybe it was in the Discord of Enzo's response when they ran over, they ran through at the beginning all the people who were uh-huh. going to be on the show. Yeah. And it's, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. So yeah. anyway. Um, so this is the sound of Taguchi's entrance, correct? Is that yes. where we're starting? So, um, I knew I had to capture this moment. You're a, you're a historian, if nothing else. Yeah, listen. Um, I claim to, to be like, my friends have good reactions in crowds. I need to, to capture these. Right. Um, as I told Adam for his broski scream, um, 
Now you twice, now you are my intellectual property. Okay. I own fine. you. All right. So if you want to use this video, you owe me. Okay. Um, so, yeah, this was the... Uh, yeah. This was the uh, the Taguchi entrance. Howard Dean, eat your heart out. Go yes. ahead. So let me break this down yeah, for you go real ahead. easily. Play by play. So the entrance, I- I'm going to give it to you from my point of view. Taguchi comes out on the ramp. You're holding a sign up. That motherfucker immediately points right, at well, you. Right. So just to set it up. So we're on, if you're facing the stage, we're on the left side. If you're looking at the ring, we're on the right side. But we're right next to the stage. We're, we're, we're two rows back up from the stage. But the backstage area, they have to walk up the ramp to get on the stage facing our section. Yeah. So your sign's up. He, the only sign in the building. It was. Uh, he comes out, smile on his face. He's pointing right at you. He's like fist pumping at you like, fuck yeah, dude. Uh, you're excited. Obviously, as you heard, the whole crowd's excited. Right. He starts walking Taguchi down. Taguchi was really over with this crowd. Super over. Yeah. He starts walking down the ramp. He stops. He pops his top off. Right. He looks at you. The shirt goes flying through the air. And, like, it, it was just slow motion. <laughs> um, I will put the video up. Yeah. But somebody tries to grab somebody it tries first, to first. Yeah, uh-huh. To which I would have fought that person <laughs> for you. I said, you sit. Hey, buddy. Uh, that's not happening. Yeah. Um, Taguchi's the coach, though. He had it arced. He knew. You catch the shirt and... Just this pure joy <laughs> yeah. energy. Because the thing is, the shirt's in the air, so you're standing directly behind me. I'm like trying to like arch back to see yeah. what, like it going over my head, going, "Please catch it, please catch it." Yeah. And you caught that motherfucker, and it was just like right euphoria. Right. Well, the crowd, the, the people around us erupted like everybody. Dude, they were going yeah. nuts. Right. Absolutely. Um, you obviously let out that primal that, scream, my Howard Dean scream. Yes. Um, and yeah. Uh, I have pictures of you absolutely cheesing, holding yes. the shirt. You were shaking. I was shaking. Literally, my hands were shaking. Yes. yes. Um, I knew Joe uh, was out with uh, with Pokemon. And yeah. I was like, I got to send this to Joe because right. he's got to see it. I sent it to Doug. Uh, everybody's so fucking happy. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, man. You and Taguchi. Yeah. So, part one. Part one. Right. So, yeah. So, uh I brought the sign. It, it, the one side's the big match to Gooch, uh, to Gucci, and the other side's the funky weapon. Um, and you know, I, he liked my tweets and you know, whatever. Uh, and again, he's, I, I'm not making this up. Like, he's the reason why I bought a ticket. Like, we've said this forever. Like, if he wasn't getting announced, I wouldn't have bought a ticket. So we're going to kick it back a little bit. So when he got announced for Ring of Honor's Death of Four Dishonor, that we bought that ticket that afternoon. Literally that, yeah, that afternoon. Yeah. And I kept saying to you, I have a feeling he's going to be on the junior mm-hmm. show, but he wasn't announced at that point. I'm right. going, I just, I, it's yeah. a hunch. Right. I just, I had a feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, fi- it, when it happened, literally that night when I showed yeah. you the picture of him being announced, yep. like, okay, let's go. Yep. We got to buy tickets. Absolutely. Um, 
So, so yeah, Taguchi, like during the match, man, he's super fucking super over. Super over. Funky weapon chants yep. everywhere. Oh, it was right. so Doing the hip wiggle. Cool. Enzo gets like booed on his entrance and then just nothing. So yeah. I went back and watched and his fucking promo, he's talking and he's like, somebody starts chanting Bullet Club. And he goes, Bullet Club? More like Blunt Club because it's 20 guys in the back swapping saliva. And I'm like, and like people, there's just no reaction at that point. And like some people said like boo him, but some people were saying don't boo him because that might be misinterpreted as a reaction. Just let him walk out there to silence. Yep. And like he gets nothing. He looks like dog shit in the match. His pro, he stumbles all over his fucking promo. Yeah, he's still using the line of uh, he is Smack, Sc- Smack Talker Skywalker. Right, which he, and he has a Mike Saber for a hater. Right, which he, and then he rhymes Mike Saber with lightsaber yeah like it's insane it's so bad and like so hacky uh and he looks like crap in the match and he gets he gets wounded by the crowd reaction at this point yeah but so taguchi super over he comes out like like you you recounted it Uh, from my point of view i see him i'm smiling he's pointing at me uh like give me the fist bump this is the coolest thing i'm like taguchi has has recognized that i'm here for him and that i have my sign like that's all i want like this is taguchi and i said like you know i tweeted like joking like who would have to pay you know i said it i said it to the guy you said it to tanahashi Uh, yeah you said it to the guy taking who was doing the meet and greet taking the money you said it to fuji i did (laughs) i said to the guy taking the meet and greet money i said if i slip you 20 bucks can you get taguchi out here yeah like so uh, but like just that he acknowledged me, he was like, this is awesome. Like that's my dude. I legit love him. Yeah. Uh, and like, I was like, just excited that I got like the fist bump and like everybody around was super pumped. Like that, like, you know, it was cool. And like, just excited that like, I was excited for Taguchi yeah. Yeah. and like, he was so over. And like got everybody else excited for Taguchi, yeah. which is cool. Yeah. So I got the shirt. It's a, it doesn't fit me. So shockingly, I, me and Taguchi aren't the same size. I love that you tried it on. <laughs> I did. I did, but very briefly because I don't want to get take the sniffs out of uh, it. I am the only person who has that picture. It's true. Uh, if you would like said picture, please slide into my DMs. <laughs> it will cost you a fee. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, it, it's a King of Strange style shirt. Not for sale. They didn't have any Taguchi stuff no. for sale. Uh, but I, 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 I like, you know, just like the moment, like slow motion, like, like do, Sandlot, do, 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 like the end of Rudy, I don't know, whatever. What was that Chariots of Fire? Yeah. Yes. And yeah, so I was just super pumped. Like I got that shirt and like literally my hands were trembling and I was just so happy. You were shaking. Uh, and like we talked about my last time, like I, uh, Juice didn't give me that shirt last time, but it was rightfully fucking was mine. Your, it was But nobody yours. was stopping this one. And he did no. give the his, he also had a scarf, like a, a towel yeah. with him that he gave to the other guy in a Taguchi shirt. So he was very aware that there were Taguchi fans there. Uh, so the Somebody other guy tipped him off. Yeah, the other guy got the the guy I saw online earlier got the the towel, which is super cool. Yeah, it's awesome. It's not a, it's not a worn t shirt. But it's so, but it's still, still cool. really cool. Yeah. Um. So, and I'm gonna frame that fucker up, and like that's yeah, I, you know. I'm, I'm so, honestly shocked you haven't already. I know. I, I was looking up frames. Just gonna, <laughs> I got to figure out how I want to do it. Very surprised. But um, he uh, so his match is great. He's super over. Uh, and it was like third match on the card. We watched the rest of the show. It's a fun time. Yeah. Our, our section's rocking. I got there was there was the one fucking idiot drunk crowd comedian guy who was like, oh, uh, not even crowd. He wasn't even like he wasn't our whatever. section. Yeah, but like he was saying shit. Yeah, and even at one point, Speedball kind of looked at him like, shut the fuck. Yeah, up. and he was you like, know, this like, is just an indie. And I saw him in the bathroom, and he was like uh, complaining about yeah. the show. He was just fucking loaded. Yeah, uh, he kept but, going mullet power. Yeah, mullet, right. Use your mullet. Uh, but I I 
will say that during the Enzo match, it got real quiet. And he did a move in the corner, and I just yelled, "How the fuck did you get worse?" Uh-huh. And yeah. like everybody was like, "Holy shit!" Uh, and I think it was loud enough for him to hear me. Uh, but people were like, "That's a really good question." Mm-hmm. Like he is actively worse than he was. Yeah. Um. So I hope you know that New Japan tryout worked out for you. So, yeah, um, you piece of shit. So end of the show happens. Yes. Uh, every all the participants come out to the center of the ring. They're gonna sign the mat. Yeah, sign the mat, photo. which is awesome. Yeah. You know. So you and I kind of we scurry to the back row. Yeah, we're only run row back, but I'm like, well, Taguchi's out. I'm just gonna hang out on the rail because everybody case. sort of left. Just in case, right? Not everybody. A lot of people hanging out, but the back row so, sort of emptied. Taguchi comes walking up the ramp. We didn't even have to yell for him or nope. nothing. He comes right over to us. Yeah. Um, you know, he like thanks there's little steps on that side, so yeah. he came over. He like yeah. thanks you, you know, yeah. like gives a handshake. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like, I gotta get a picture. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. So I took a picture of you guys. You took a picture of me and Taguchi, yep. which was fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he just like thanked us. Yeah, you yeah. Know? He didn't do it for anybody else. No, it was just he, us. He two. just he came over, smile on his face, wearing his Taguchi yeah. Japan shirt, a different one. And I just shook his hand, and I, you know, I, I, I like was just like, "Thank you, thank." You. Like he's like, "Thank you," and I, I, I said, "No, thank you," and I like bowed to him a little bit. Like yeah. I was just so nervous, and I was like, "You're literally like my favorite wrestler. Like you're why I'm here." Yeah. Like and I don't know how much he understands. I imagine a little bit, but I'm like, and like he sort of gave me a look, like you didn't believe, but like yeah, I know, right? He's for real, the reason why I was there, and yeah. like I just was so fucking excited that he came over. Yeah, uh, just to see us. Like he just came over to be to be appreciative, yeah, which was awesome. That you know. That we're like, you know, the fandom because, like, I imagine he's kind of wasn't so sure. Yeah, and we so we talked about this on the like the ride home a little bit. You Mm -hmm. know, a guy like him, and we've been saying for years, like, oh man, like, like when Takuchi comes over here, it's gonna be so fucking cool. And we're gonna we gotta go see him. Yeah, and then shows happen, and you go. I don't know if he's gonna right. come over here. He's not. He's you don't uh, you you question his appeal here. He's he's mostly at this point a comedy wrestler. He's a very good wrestler, but he's he's mostly a comedy wrestler. Yeah. He's a junior. Like you know, there's just not a ton of necessary places for him right now in the overall yeah, and, landscape. And it definitely showed the difference between him at Death Before Dishonor. Yeah, where, like nobody gave a shit, right? Except for you and I. Yes. And then he comes here. And like a lot of people lot cared of people. about him right. on the yes. show, which was yeah. that has to make them feel good, absolutely. You know, to to know like, oh wow, I do have like mm-hmm. fans over here. Yeah, and you know, we talked about it. it reminds me of that classic Kentsukubashi story right. coming over to work, Joe and Ring of Honor, and him saying, "Oh, I don't think anybody's going to know me." Yeah, and Joe just having to reassure him, "Trust me, right. they know who right. you are." Yes, and him coming through that entrance and just being blown away, right. you know. And he, even in his role in New Japan, he's training these young guys. Like yeah. he's sort of the steward for the for the New Japan for the juniors, which is awesome. And like, so you know, he understands his role. He's not winning a ton of matches. He's you know, like he's just doing what he can, and and you know, he's consistently the funniest he is. wrestler he is. over there. Yeah. His, that can he like, is go. a brilliant comedy wrestler who can who can fucking go. Yeah, and we've said this before, like. He's the guy that, like, oh, Finn Balor needs to cut his teeth over here. All right, you go with Taguchi. Yeah. Oh, Viking Raiders are here for the first time. You guys go with Taguchi. Master Wado, you're under Taguchi's, you know, yeah. tutelage. Um, you know, Ricochet, you're over here. You're teaming with Taguchi. Like, because fundamentally, he is an incredibly sound wrestler absolutely. who absolutely knows how to connect with a crowd and get over. Yeah. So we, uh, we got the pictures with him. Yes. You fell to the floor. Afterwards. I did. Fell to my knees. Um, I said, if I saw him, I was gonna. We're not worthy him. Yeah. But I, we were. The guardrail was in my way. But I yeah. fell on my knees afterwards because, um, goddamn it, I was you know, so happy. the people, the dudes that were behind us, they, they said they were like, 
they came over to us. And yeah. So fucking right, happy. That was like, the coolest thing ever. Yeah, I can't like, believe you came over. Yeah. Like, yo, you guys got to like, that was so cool. Yeah. That he came over to you yep. guys. And like, it's, nobody, nobody like lined up to be like, yo, can I get a picture? Can I get a yeah, picture? They were just kind of like, let the happen, moment happen. You know? Right. And they said, oh, we were scrambling to try to find a marker to see if you yeah. can sign your sign for you or something. Right. I was like, yo, you guys are fucking Yeah, they were cool. just super like, cool. It was, it was awesome. Right. Um, and like, I, I kept saying to you, like, they might, maybe they think he knows me because like, we literally, we connected. Like, I, yeah. we, I for real felt like me and Taguchi, like, we locked we eyes when moment. he came up that ramp and we just had a moment. We had that moment. And it was just super cool. Yeah. It was super, uh, super cool. You know, I told you when I, I got a little misty eyed right. when that happens. My guy. Because I was like, this is so yeah. fucking cool to be right. happening right now. Yeah. Um, and it was just, oh man, yeah, what a cool experience, right? Absolutely. Uh, I was thinking about today, or maybe yesterday, about uh, like we have photos with like our top New Japan guys, like outside of Okada. Obviously, we're in Philly. Yeah. Okada, we're yeah, in Philly. Yeah, we're Philly, brother. Um, but like getting Tana and Taguchi, we both have Ishi. Yeah. I have Goto. We what have Sonata. Sonata. Yeah, it's crazy. It's I really know. crazy. It's. I'll fucking it's, kill for an Okada picture. Yeah, I don't know that that would ever happen. Somebody please maybe make when this he's happen. maybe when he's in his forties, he's an older man and oh, he comes over here. But I need it. Um, but yeah, like I was just like, how how fucking lucky are we? Yeah. Uh, and here's the thing about the Taguchi thing. So I got the shirt. I came over to meet me, and I was like, you know, my life doesn't tend to work that way, as shown by the fact that I got to meet my favorite wrestler, uh, one of my favorite New Japan wrestlers, uh, on a Saturday. And then a when, a, by Wednesday, my favorite wrestler of all time passes away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and not Universe that that has, corrected I, itself on that right, one. Not huh? that it has anything to do with me, but it's funny. Yeah. Um, but uh, like my luck doesn't normally work that way, right? And no. and I, I, you know, I'm like, oh, did I like bother him that much that he wanted to get me out of here, like just so I didn't stop bothering him? Because I did tweet at him a bunch. Because yeah. I I do I genuinely love to go sure. And um, so I was like, I don't, you know, I don't know. And then like my brain runs wild because that's what it does. And I was, and, and here's, and this is the funniest thing. And I, I, I'm pretty sure it's, it's nonsense. Uh, if it's not, I don't know if I even want to know, but like part of me was like, did Joe get in touch with Rickaboni <laughs> to tell Rick? Cause Rickaboni made that tweet about Taguchi yeah. earlier in the day. And I was like, did Joe get in touch with Rickaboni? And did Rickaboni <laughs> tell Taguchi to go out there, oh. like, and look for the guy with the sign or whatever? And I'm like, no, that's, it's complete bullshit. Like, it just, it just happened to be just that. Scenarios in right. my head. I, I you know, do that from time to time. But I was like, shit. I just, it just happened to be that I'm like a, a legit giant fan of this guy. And he probably just wasn't expecting it and, you know, showed his appreciation. Yeah. And I think that's what it is. And like, it, I just, I could not be happier, like, to, for it to have happened. And, for real, like that, that is a dude. Like Ishii and Taguchi are my two New Japan guys. Uh, and not that I don't love Naito and Okada no, and all course. those guys, but like those are my guys. And I've, I, I, I attached to those guys very early in our New Japan fandom. Yeah, man. Like in our reignited New Japan fandom. And so just the fact that like we really, we really shared a moment. It's really wild. It's still yeah, a little unbelievable. It was, uh, it was fucking awesome. Um, and the, 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 the Next best thing outside of the entire Taguchi experience is seeing Enzo Amore walk out down the ramp to the to the group photo afterwards and Rich Swan behind him, pointing at him behind his back, going, Boo this man. <laughs> and then he gets in the ring and he's trying to be all cool and yeah. nobody reacts. No. And then he's eating a cheesesteak as he's leaving. Yeah, with and, his middle finger right, up in the air. 
nobody gave nobody a cared. shit. Nobody he's flipping off the crowd. Yeah, nobody even looked trying at him. to get a reaction. Yeah. And he's in like street clothes, and he's yeah, just fucking he's miserable. A shirt, yeah, which is he's weird. Fucking miserable, yeah. and he walks back up the ramp to nothing. Nobody booed. Nobody yelled anything. Nothing. Nobody gave a shit. I was shit. like, thank you. He yeah. looked so fucking miserable like he was wounded that day and it yeah. could not happen to a better fucking guy yeah. made me made um, very happy very very happy second best thing to happen that whole night is watching Enzo Amore's hopes and dreams get <laughs> fucking crushed yeah uh so that was saturday that was that was saturday yeah. we ended with a with a gino's went to, uh, yeah. and insomnia, and insomnia cookie yeah what a oh. wild night yeah. Uh yeah. Uh so I came I came home and I was like, don't even fucking look at me because we cannot no. nothing can happen. Nope. <laughs> I can't I can't be on this high of a high. No, no. Because my world will come crashing down around well, me. Well it uh you know. So uh so Sunday uh we made our way down for the impact show. Yes. Uh we hit Tony Tony Luke's it's fucking Tony Luke's. Tony Luke's. We hit Tony Luke's beforehand yes. for because it's delicious. Stop two of the cheesesteak tour. Right. Um we go go into the show. Um, while that there was a better New Japan merch selection at yeah. this show than there was at the right. New, at the junior, they were show. selling an autographed United Empire shirt. Yeah, at this show for like five hundred dollars. I was, dude, I'm kind of bummed I didn't sprint for that IWGP pin set. Oh yeah, I'm not like a pin yeah. guy at all. Yeah, but well, I thought that that was really cool. cool. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, they had a bunch of signed eight by tens. Um, you know. They had a Stardom shirt, which I bought. They did. And a Just Five Guys shirt, Just which Five you Guys bought. Shirt, right. You know, and they didn't have anything. No. Before. It was kind of and weird. And all the same people were on the fucking show, so yeah. it's very weird. Very odd. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we were hanging out for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fujita was out there again, signing. Nobody else yeah. was out there at that point. Uh, no, no, I don't or, think well, so. When we got, oh, you, we forget you got Bushi on the way out. Though, oh on yeah, Saturday. that's right. Yeah, I you got Bushi. The X's with Bushi. Yeah, me and Bushi tossed up the X. Yeah, ten bucks. Right, I was like, that's fuck awesome. it, man. Yeah, why not? Right. Um, but we forgot when we got into the Impact show. Yeah. Uh, Impact did have what four or five people out front. Oh, yeah. to, to get autographs. Yeah. yeah. It was like Alex Shelley. Mm-hmm. He complimented my Alex Wright shirt. I was looking he for the prices. He's like, I like your Alex Wright shirt. Yeah. And I and I wanted to be like, I like you, Alex Shelley. Or <laughs> I like your paparazzi productions, yeah. Alex Shelley. Yeah. Uh, but instead I went, Yeah, Alex Wright's cool. You did. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah, under, yeah underrated cool. guy. Because uh, uh, I'm a big Alex Shelley fan, oh, but huge. that line was too long for me. It was to way it out. too yeah. fucking long. Good for them, but I wasn't waiting yeah. enough on that. It was line. like what, him, Josh Alexander, Chris Bay, and Ace Austin were out? Yeah. Uh, which that's what you fucking should right. do at these right. shows, man. Right, and especially for the New Japan show, like we were locked in the bar area, which yeah. is a big area. Yeah, but like they didn't have anybody out on that stage. And like the first time we were at New Japan, Lance Archer was out there. Yeah, and we didn't get, we didn't do that. We should have got our fucking yeah, picture with Lance probably. Archer that well, day. Well, you you got yours eventually. That's true. I did. When you made him look like a <laughs> fucking pipsqueak, right? I ruined it. Yeah. I, I really kayfabe, brother. Yeah, um, could at least stood on the stage at another time. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. So. Uh, you know, we're hanging out, waiting yeah. for the show to start. Mm-hmm. We knew, okay, Taguchi's the first match, so we right. gotta be We gotta there. be there, right. Um, you know, I think Taguchi might have been a little hungover. I think so, too. Because he, he was up drinking at up drink- 3, 4 o'clock yep, in the morning in his hotel room. He was a craft beer store, and he yeah. was eating pork, pork sandwiches and drinking yeah. craft beer in his hotel room. I think room. he might have been a little That's true. He could have partied a little bit. Yeah. Eating, eating fl- uh, Italian ices all day with yeah. Master Wado. <laughs> he lived it up in America. I loved it, man. <laughs> Uh, so I'll say this right now. And he, and he went to Tony and Tony Luke's the day b- right before that show. Yeah. So um, the people we were around for this show sucked ass, dude. This might have been like I don't know if it might have been all time worse. No, it's not. 
That's you didn't have to fist fight anybody at a wrestling <sighs> show or threaten to. You, you didn't have to threaten to beat up a father in front of his child for being an asshole at a wrestling uh, show. These people were just annoying. That's true. Nobody nobody got threatened to get yeah. No, I, into the I, ground. I wasn't on the verge of physical no. violence here. You would right. You would. You didn't have to nail anybody into the yeah. ground like a railroad spike. Yeah, man. Oh god, <laughs> that was like. Concurrent too. I remember Chuck was like, "Dude, why do you like getting to fights everywhere at these yeah. shows?" I'm like, "I'm not doing it." Right. I was like, "They're the ones doing it, right. not me. I'm just I have a short fuse." And I, right. Like right. The one guy who's starting the fight, but no, you'll end the it. one guy at the Barclay Center where I told him when he had a problem. I was like, "Let's go in the fucking bathroom. I'll beat the shit out of you." Right. Um, yeah. So and then that fucking piece of shit in DC and that got asshole at Wilkes-Barre. Yep. Even at a fucking hockey game once at Wilkes-Barre, I I, right. I got into it with somebody. Yeah. Because. I, got, I was celebrating that the guy from the Penguins got knocked out cold with one shot. I was fucking uh, hooting and hollering. And the guy's like, let's not be assholes, guys. And I turned around and said, you're in an Edmonton Oilers shirt. Who's the real fucking asshole? Um, anyway. I love you. So, <laughs> I love that you're like that. I love that you're my heater. Yeah, I try. Uh, th- th- dude, hockey games, I used to get real pissed yeah. off. I remember one time the Phantoms, which was the uh, the Flyers, like uh, AHL team. Yeah, yeah. They're playing and they scored a goal on the Penguins up here. And I was, I wear my Phantom shit and I'm happy. You know, I'm not a dick, but you sure. know, I'm excited. Um, and this fucking loudmouth was like, all these fake Phantoms fans all around mm. here. And I told him to shut the fuck up or I'd beat the shit out of them. Uh, yeah. So anyway, enough of me being a dick. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, the people around us, I wanted to. Yeah, unalive myself. Right. So like multiple times. So thankfully, most of our row wasn't never showed up. Yeah, a lot of people returning tickets got refunds. We that was yeah. sort of the follow up yeah. from last week's episode. People did get refunds for Enzo being booked. Yeah, um, but our row sort of didn't really fill out. Yeah, the girl who was sitting next to me moved up a whole bunch. Yeah, at one point, a, a lot of people moved up. Yeah, <laughs> we could have if we wanted. Yeah, but shit, didn't I I'm good. Um, but uh, and we moved the seats down a little bit. But, like, the people behind us, oh. like, the, there's that dude who was telling everyone that he was the only journalist on the East Coast yeah. covering the show, writing in his notebook. He had his custom title belt that he would hold up in everybody's yeah. face when they came out. Because uh, we were on the opposite side of the ramp. Yeah. Oh, closer to the ramp this time. My favorite so. was he had, like, the Bullet Club came out. Yeah. And he had a bootleg Wrestle Kingdom yeah. movie, right? That he's, he's holding, holding it up. up. I had to crop it out of photos. I, I was like. What is this guy fucking doing? Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, what is that? Right. It's super weird. Yeah, like a weird, like, like a homemade New Japan World.com yeah. shirt with yeah. like weird faded pictures Very all weird. over it. I was like, oh man. And I swear we've seen him at shows before. Uh, maybe. Uh, but he also did the thing that is like the biggest pet peeve for us is running commentary. Dude, oh, I can't. And like trying take to inform it. everyone around him about the history of everybody, and which most of which he's wrong. Yeah, it was about. incorrect. Um, like when uh what's his face did I uh, Nakamura's move, and you're like, yeah, Nakamura's move, the Rainmaker. The Rainmaker, right. I was fucking yeah. done when you said that. Right. Um, <laughs> why Why did he do that? I don't know. Uh, yeah, this guy you was- You know why, I just won't repeat it on well, there. Well, that's between you and yep, I, sir. Sure that, is. That's in the, one of the top <laughs> three laughs I've ever had. Um, this motherfucker. Uh, yeah, some of the, the gems that were dropped was- uh, Oh, should have put a little more syrup on that flapjack. Uh, and oh, should have put a little more sauce on those on those wings. Yeah, I was like, what is yeah, this guy real doing? Dumb. Real dumb. Um, that between that dude and the fucking lady behind us going crazy for Julia. Yeah, listen, 
I was excited to see Julia. Uh-huh. That was like one of the main reasons why I yeah. was very happy. And probably there. the best match on that show. Yeah. And you were like super pumped yeah, for Julia. For you sure. Know. It was awesome to see um, her. But this fucking lady. You got a really good picture of Julia. That was really I, cool. I love it. Yeah. This lady behind us mm-hmm. was like, I don't know. It was like weird, like hyping Julia up when you didn't need to. Yeah. Like, yeah. The goat has arrived in the United States. Yeah. She is here. Julia! Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's very weird. Jesus Christ, my fucking <laughs> And, of ears. course, I'm a man yelling about Taguchi, but, like, also, you know, Dude, that's like, okay. But we do the crowd cheering. Like, it's a little different. These people were giving running commentary. Yeah. It's like And just, like, when the match happens, they're, like, they're not chanting. They're not following the match. No. They're just telling people things. It, yeah. It's very, very. It's, it's a very bizarre thing that a lot of wrestling fans yeah. do. Um, yeah. It was very um, But, yeah. And the crowd is annoying, but it's fine. Uh, the biggest issue I think for us in that crowd is that like we're not impact people. No, because Ed's and, an impact guy. If Ed right. was there, he would have been. Ed, like would, in Ed the would have been. In his, Ed would have been annoyed by everybody. But that's all right. He would have. Been we, we would have been defending Ed from a bunch of people probably. <laughs> but like when Moose comes out, the entire place Moose. Moose. Yeah. Moose. And you and moose, I are just sitting down moose, like, no, this moose. guy fucking and I'm like, sucks. No, nah, this dude blows. Like, they actively cheered for the worst wrestler yeah. in every match. And, like, they loved Sammy Callahan. Right. Loved giant fat baby Sammy Callahan, <laughs> who made it like a Philly street fight against Doki. Yeah. Uh, but, like, they a- actively, every bad wrestler, every, if you looked at the lineup of the matches, maybe except for Julia. They were like actively rooted for the worst person in every match. Yeah, very weird. Very um, weird. I think that like kind of took us out of the show too. Is impacts of people were all winning the matches. Yes. Like what, wait, right. what's going on here? So that's the other thing too. You're right. It, it, it is a split show. Uh, the main event is is Impact Champion Alex Shelley versus Tanahashi. We know that Alex Shelley's winning that match one. was very. It good. was a very good match, yeah. right? Um, but like it's two pre-show matches. And uh, Julie is the first n- New Japan quote unquote person to win non impact person non impact to win, and she she's New Japan Strong Women's Champion, so technically New Japan, sure. but she's starting worker. But like there was four or five matches before that that no New Japan people won. And yeah. I'm like, I thought this was supposed to be like a, a crossover. Yeah, thing. Like, and Impact what? was just putting all their people right. over. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Very weird. And then we get the, uh, I think one other match had a, a the only actual New Japan person to win, maybe? Well, then, if you remember. Well, Kevin Knight. Kevin oh, that was the night before. Yeah, no, yeah. that's right. Yeah. That scramble match. Right. Uh, didn't Kazarian win it? I don't remember. I don't either. Here, hold um, on. Me... But the only, like, <coughs> matches New Japan people were winning were the matches against each other. Yes. Like, it was uh, Fujita and Robbie Eagles against Catch-22. Right. So, you had no choice. No choice there. For, yes. Um, there was another match, too. Oh, it was Bullet Club against, like, Josh Alexander, um, ELP, oh, right. the, uh, the Tongans. You know, yes. so it's like, oh, so this is basically New Japan versus New Japan here. Mm-hmm. And Bullet Club won that. Um, yeah. Here, let's see. Uh, we're looking at... Scramble match, Chris Saban wins. Okay, well, I'm not mad at that. I love Chris Saban. Uh, Eddie Edwards and Moose beat TMDK. Yep. Julia wins that match. Sammy Callahan beats Dookie. Yep. Dookie. Catch-22 beats TMDK. Uh, Bullet Club defeats the Gorillas of Destiny, Josh Alexander, PCO, and the DKC. Mm-hmm. And that's essentially New Japan. Yeah. 
but it's also New Japan versus New Japan in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, Leo Rush and Trey Miguel beat Hiromu and Mike Bailey, which is a New Japan yeah. match. Uh, and then uh, Alex Shelley and beats yeah. Tanahashi, which we knew was going to happen. Um, they did announce for one of those destruction shows coming up. Mm-hmm. It is going to be Speedball Hiromu and Leo. Uh, it's a three way. Yeah, that's going to be really good. Awesome. That's going to be really good. And that tag match, Leo Rush and Trey Miguel that versus probably, Takashi and Bailey, was really that, good. That might have been the best. That might have been the best match. Yeah. Um, but Sorry, no, the Julia- so we lied to you, Giselle. That's Sorry. right. Uh, but no, I thought that match was very good. Too. I lied to pretty people um, all the time. <laughs> that's why you're never truthful with me. It's true. Um, so yeah, I mean, I mean false. Uh, so yeah, the uh, the show was you know. I don't know if we got fatigue a little bit. I think probably. Well, so (laughs) we were literally the highest of the highs the night before. Yeah. Right. So, like, you just can't compare. And we don't watch Impact. And there's enough people on the show that are problematic assholes. And I'm like, I'm not. It doesn't. Moose can have a nine-star match. And we're like, nah, not happening. Not going to give a shit. Right. And so, you know, and like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, it just, there's just enough people on here that I don't give a shit about. Um, But it was cool seeing Momo. Yeah, uh, Momo Kogo. Momo Kogo. The real Momo, Ed. Um, <laughs> so that was cool. And Momo got a good reaction. Yeah. Uh, and we got, you know, we got what we paid for about <laughs> the Impact show. Yeah. Uh, but it was really cool to see Julia. Um, but yeah, it's just not our crowd. No, the not crowd our the thing. night before. And plus the crowd the night before was so cool. that was. Almost any crowd was yeah. going to pale in comparison. Yeah. Um, so we're leaving. There's people taking some pictures. Yeah. There was... Fujin is out there again. Mal right. was out there again. Yeah. And Despy was out there, which I'm right. kind of regretting not doing. Yeah. I was on the fence and I was, I yeah. said to you, I'm like, I think I spent too much money on we wrestling spent a lot this of money. weekend. Yeah. Faye Jackson was floating around yeah. too, which was funny. Uh, EOP good. was like, yeah, uh, but he wasn't taking pictures. I don't think he, he was, was, he was talking to some ladies. <laughs> Rizzat. Yeah. Well, EOP <laughs> was setting up his night. Is yeah. What LP was doing. So we're leaving. Um, we're talking to uh, to Matt Turner. Right. Yes, Matt Turner. I'll use of, his, of, his uh, giving name. Yeah. Good to see Matt Turner. I haven't seen him in a long time. Yeah, That's an of, old friend. Uh, Stardom of the cast. Stardom cast. He was there to see Julia. Yeah. I uh, got to catch up with him a little bit. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, good to see him. I saw him when we walked in, and then we were going to go to the bar and get a drink, and then we just never managed yeah. crossing paths again. Uh, but uh, good to see Matt Turner, uh, an old friend, the, the, the champ in my heart uh, forever back in the day. Yeah. Um, but it was good to see him, knowing that he's doing well uh, and, uh, you know, everything's worked out. So Yeah, it was nice talking to him. He's a good guy. Um, you know, we were in line because you're looking at prices for impact stuff. Yeah. Um, and you're like, ah, I'm going to get a picture with Giselle Shaw. Right. Uh, Giselle Shaw. Deanna Peraza was out. And Giselle Shaw. Giselle Shaw. Shaw. Uh, and I like Giselle Shaw. Yeah. And I, she's a babe. I so. was like, all right, cool, man. I was like, I'll take the picture for yeah. you. Uh, and then we're walking over and just some, I don't know if it was like a security guy or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was just like, I'll take the picture if you yeah. want in. I was like, all right, fuck it. Why not? Right. So we both got a picture with Giselle Shaw. Yeah. Um, she's know. so nice, yeah, dude. Super fucking super nice. nice. Wait, super friendly. Like in a, like she was just promoting the next shows, but made it seem like she was talking to us yeah. personally. Really well done. Very well trained. And yeah. uh, she will be listening to Hayabusi. Yeah. Well, in which new episode dropped. Apparently. Episode four is out yes. right now in yes. the world. So, so Giselle Shaw. There you go. Come through on your promise for young Ed. Uh but yeah, uh I, I just it was just like like I guess a little greasy of me, but I was just like, I just think she's really hot. I don't have a picture with her. And then that. it ended up looking like a kidnapping. Yeah. <laughs> I know uh when Joe saw it, he gave a wide eye. A very small lady. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it was like this is the last picture we've ever <laughs> yeah. known. Yeah, but she was like, You guys coming to this show and whatever and yeah. she's like, Oh, you know. we'll be in White Plains, New York. Yeah. And I was like, Okay. Cool. <laughs> okay. What's the best show? And you were like, your best match, like yours. And she's like, oh, thank you. Yeah. And you know, 
Uh, maybe in retrospect, not the answer, but it was still a very good match. Yeah. Second best at the show, probably. I know. So, <laughs> I wanted to just be like, yeah, I mean, Julia was good. Yeah, right. You know. Right. You're good because Julia was here. Yeah, Julia was here. Because um, she did have that botch in her match. <laughs> right. But and it, this shit happens. It wasn't that big of a deal. She yeah. hurt herself more than anybody oh, else. Oh, for sure. Uh, and the crowd forgave her pretty quick. Yeah. But, um, but I do like Giselle Shaw a lot. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was so. That was our cool wrestle yeah, weekend. We, went for we, we ended with Pat's. Didn't break our teeth, right? Maybe Tanahata. He just has like weak teeth. I don't know. Maybe dental work in Japan isn't as good as it's supposed to be. It's true. Uh, you know, he was, maybe he needs to get the chair in April. Needs to have a little look yeah. around in there. I'm so telling you. On. I'm telling you that the thing about doing Pat's and Geno's and Tony Luke's and stuff is like they're all good, but like Pat's bread's tougher, and it's it's just got a little bit more like tear, like there's a little tear to it. Like it's not as it's not as easy to bite through. You got to kind of rip a Pat's bread. Well, Pat's meat's probably the best. No, I don't like Pat's meats at all. No? No, it's too gristly. Okay. Yeah, I'm Gino's all the way. What about the cheese? Gino's has better cheese. Then why did we eat Pat's again? What? We ate Pat's once. Yeah, why did we just go to Gino's again? Oh, well, because I wanted to hit all three. Oh, all right. Yeah, I wanted, I wanted to hit everybody. All right. I, 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 my definitive ranking still Oh, sits. you didn't go to the, Alessandro's. Yeah. Uh, you didn't go to Alessandro's. You should have went to, yeah, you yeah. went to yeah. Joe's house. Yeah, you should have went to, to Joey Boombot Steak yeah. Place. That's the best one. Fuckers. Uh, no, I, I, I wanted to. I, I like to do. I like, I I like, like the them tour. all. I like the tour. I like doing the tour because I do like them all. Yeah. Um, it's a good tour. But uh, And there's a nice. The nice piece of my heart walking into Geno's and realizing that it's that the, that old fucker's dead. Yep. And that it's all mostly not white people. Now I can eat now. delicious steaks. Right. Uh, yeah. With so, your hot ass hot sauce. <laughs> oh, they're hot. That, and that's the thing. Uh, like Geno's has, I think, the best whiz. Uh, but that hot sauce sets Geno's above. It's just so it, fucking it good. Puts a pound it on it. Yeah. And same thing, Tony Luke's is my number two. Tony Luke's gives you free pickles. Tony Luke's is my favorite like location to go to. Yeah, yeah, we said like that's the coolest sit down. Like it's the coolest place to just go and be, mainly because the ECW arena used to be right around the corner. Now the twenty three hundred arena is there. It's not the same fucking thing. Do a whole episode about whether or not that's the same fucking thing. We sure could. Not and also I need to get Joe Sposo to the twenty three hundred arena so he can give me the layout because I can't picture it anymore. Um Um, so with all that said, man, um listen, AEW happened. Yeah, uh, I don't think we need to go through step by step like we normally do at okay. this point. I'm fine with that. Um, I'll just say uh, Rampage Phoenix and Commander. The only thing on the show worth watching. Fucking it was awesome. awesome though. It was awesome. Uh, that was like such a good lucha match. Mm-hmm. And I was so into it. Um, Collision, probably like the standout thing for me was Darby Allen versus Christian Cage. Yeah, I thought that match. The match ruled. Ass. Absolutely, that match ruled. Um, Especially because earlier, like yeah. earlier that day, mm-hmm. um, I watched Edge versus Sheamus from SmackDown, and it was really good. Yeah, and then I we went, didn't talk about Edge at all. Yeah, well, when is he showing up? Yeah, I mean, there's that's the hot rumor right now. He did put out that video today where he's like, "No, nah, the contract extension for WWE's yeah. in my inbox." He's like, "I just don't know what to do." Right? He goes, "I don't know what I want to do." Yeah, and I was like, oh, "Is he working? Yeah, who knows?" But right. he's just like, mm-hmm. "I don't know what to do." Yeah. Um. But yeah, I thought Christian versus Darby Allen was fucking awesome. Yes, um, it was cool seeing Kevin Koo on Collision. He got a nice uh, it was, yeah. That was cool. It was cool to see get Dalton Castle in an actual match. Yeah, um, I, I'm dude, I'm a big Dalton Castle guy. Bullet Club Gold is yeah, the so so that's much uh, fun. Uh, the guns forcing Tony Schiavone to do the hand signal during the interview, dude. and when Juice just grabs his hand and like caresses it at the yeah. end, is fucking amazing. So when when uh, during uh, Jay White and Dalton Castle, mm-hmm. when the boys are running around and Juice Robinson jumps up on the apron and gets up on the ropes and just screams, "I'll kill you!" Yeah. 
I lost it. Yep. Uh, did you see the clip in the crowd where somebody has a sign and says, "I named my f- I named my fish like uh, Juice Robin Swim"? <laughs> no. So it's they hilarious. had they were holding it up and somebody was filming, and one of the guns like comes walking by and he looks at it, and he starts he like cracks up. Yeah. He walks over, he grabs the sign, and he's like, "Juice, Juice." And he was like pointed over. He brings the sign back, and he, he's like, "I was gonna rip that shit up." And he starts laughing. And then Juice comes over, and he gives like he like picks up the sign. He like takes like a picture or whatever, mm-hmm. and he's smiling. And uh, he has a one gold tooth now on uh-huh. his bottom yeah. bottom row. And he goes, "Look at my gold tooth!" And uh, he does. And he walks away. and He goes, "Put that on the internet for me." <laughs> That's um, funny. So that made me real happy. Bull Club Gold fucking rocks. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'll tell you what, man. Willow Diamante was very good, too. Yeah, I liked it. I did. Um, what did you think about the Golden Vampire? Uh, I mean, the Golden Vampire looked like garbage. But Poor Golden Vampire. Yeah. So I, I said online, I said, uh, even CM Punk's disguise has a big fucking mouth on it. How dare you? Um, you know, 45 years old, picking up a 300-pound man sure. on his shoulders. I don't know, brother. Yeah. Um. Did you have anything else you want to talk about from Quizzle? Yeah, uh, I liked the uh, the Iron Savages. Uh, no, I don't like the Iron Savages, but I uh, liked that yeah. they said sipping sauce and living hoss. I thought you were going to say you liked when you said ass boy on the real ass boy because I'm going to. No, 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 that's my next note. Okay. Uh, I'm pretty sure Bronson threatened to eat Austin Gunn's ass. Yes, he did. He's going to uh, eat Austin Gunn's ass. Yes. Uh, and then uh, what else was there that was cool? Ricky Starks and Big Bill. Uh, yeah, I, you know, in a squash match, but I, I just, I, I want them to, I think you can do something with Big Bill for real. I really I do. do. Too. I really do. Uh, Tony Storm goes full diva. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, so here was the interest. Here's the thing that I get my answer to from Collision is Darby's in the main event in a match that's awesome. Uh, but I was like, why is Darby in two programs? I'm like, can't we figure something? There's nobody else on this roster that can get this spot. We need Darby Allen in two separate fucking programs on TV every week. I know that he's real over. So, man, I, but, I'll say this. He's killing it. Right. But I was like, why the fuck? Two, like, you can find somebody else. Like, you should not be robbing someone else of the spot. Like, your roster's fucking big enough. But then it turns out it's because oh. they need to, whatever the hell they need to do on Dynamite yeah. to merge those programs together. Yeah. Um, but him and Cage were awesome together. Yeah. So let's talk Dynamite. Yes, let's um, talk Dynamite. I liked the uh, MJF and Adam Cole separate sit-down interviews with Renee. Yes. I thought they were very good. Uh, much better than being in front of the live crowd. Yeah. Um, uh, I like when MJF said, I'm like the British Bulldog if he was Jewish and a good public speaker. <laughs> yeah. What a line. <laughs> really funny. Um, I like the differences of when they showed the tension between the two and MJF just kind of shrugged yeah. it off. Mm-hmm. And Adam Cole got really animated about yeah. it. Right. Like, oh man, they're doing so good with this mm-hmm. tension with them. For sure. Um John Moxley Ray Phoenix. I love this match. This was, it was awesome. awesome. It was so good. Uh I don't think it had any right to be this good no. for some reason. I mean, granted, they're both great, but yeah. like different styles mm-hmm. sometimes don't work. For sure. It worked with these two. I really like this, yeah. Um, which leads us yeah. to fucking Ray Phoenix getting smoked with a crowbar yep. by Wheeler Yuta, mm-hmm. uh, which, you know, the rumor came out during the week. He's he had can't make it over. Issues, right. So can't do the show. Right. Um, which uh, Eddie and Penta start running to the ring and they get cut off by Ortiz. Ortiz dressed like a 1920s detective. <laughs> he totally was. Yeah. We were the mad ball. Yeah. Uh, and then music hits and fucking Santana's back. Looking yoked. Dude, I... Right, he blew a leg, right? So he went on the... He, he went on his the, ACL. The, yeah, so he, he went, went on, on the, the, the upper body. Right, uh, he's quadruple Santana there. good. Yeah, he did. 
For uh, sure. And they beat up Penta and they beat yeah. up Eddie. Weird seeing him opposite Eddie, but. Well, if you remember. Makes sense. It, yeah. yeah, when it left off. Right. At Ortiz and Eddie were beefing. Absolutely. Um, Santana, dude, I'm so happy he's back. I think they're official calling him Mike Santana. Oh, okay. Uh, which I'm fine with. Yeah. Um, I love that dude. Mm-hmm. I think that dude's been great for Absolutely. a long time. Yeah. Um, I hope him and Ortiz are he friends. He got hurt at the absolute wrong fucking time. Yeah, he got hurt right when like he broke away from Jericho. Yeah. You know, and yeah, it uh it really bummed me out. But I hope him and Ortiz are okay. Yeah. Um, because I like them as people. Mm-hmm. Um this leads to and my favorite fucking thing of the whole yeah. show. So they're 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 loading Ray Phoenix into the ambulance Dude. and Eddie's watching. So he gets loaded in, Penta jumps in, ambulance takes off, Eddie starts walking. Camera's falling on me. He's like, get that fucking camera out of my face. Yeah. Uh, Renee Paquette comes mm-hmm. walking up and says, Eddie, I don't want to be insensitive. And yeah. Eddie just is like, do you see what your husband did? Right. Did you see what your husband did? Yep. And, like smacks the mic away. He's like, yeah. get that fucking he's microphone. Like, Yo, you want me to fix this? Yeah. yeah. And he's like, get that microphone away from me. And he's just like, that's your husband? That's what you want? He goes, you want me to fix this? She yells, I don't want you to fix anything. Yeah. And he goes, that's it. Wembley, I'm going to fix it. And yeah. like the crowd goes nuts yep, when he absolutely. says that. That 20 seconds was so was like great. impactful. Yep, I was like, Eddie is the fucking man. For Renee sure. is fantastic. Yeah, she did a really great job. Um, Loved it. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, man, I still need Eddie Moxley or some sort of come together of yeah. those two. I don't see how we don't get Eddie Mox at the next week, the pay-per-view at the all out. Yeah, I, know. I think that's when you do that. Um, all right, Osprey Jericho. Yes, I saw a lot of people like railing this. Okay, I thought Osprey's promo was really good. I did too. Yeah, I guess people are mad because he's British and says "bruv." I don't give a shit. Like I thought Whatever. it was. I thought really it was good. good. I thought it was the first time I've ever seen him show personality. Um, like out, you know, like because New Japan doesn't really focus on that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, the one promo we had against Omega before Wrestle yeah. Kingdom was really yeah. fucking. Oh right, that was good. Yeah, um, I remember. But but where, where he's like, you know, he's like, my contract's up. I don't know where I'm going to be. He's like, I'm working an indie show before Wembley just because I got to make sure I make enough money for my family to put my kids through school. Yeah, like I thought that was really cool, bruv. Yeah, bruv. Hey, bruv. Boy, bruv. Yeah. Uh and like him saying, you know. I beat Kenny Omega and Kazuchika Okada yeah. in a span of two months, and right. I'm going to add you to that. Mm-hmm. thought it was so good. Jericho was a little stumbly-bumbly for me. Yeah. Um, a if Jericho bit. wins that match, I'm going to eat Joe's John Cena hat. Joe, make sure you bring the John Cena hat yeah. on Sunday. Um, another thing that's kind of weird, mm-hmm. uh, Darby Allen and Nick Wayne against Swerve and AR Fox. Yeah, so it just becomes like a mugging of Nick Wayne again. Yeah, um, which... Ends up with Air Fox losing. He gets right. rolled up by Nick Wayne. Yes. Uh, and Nana fires him. Well, yeah, because Swerve like, starts laughing yeah. and he goes, this was a test. Yeah, right. Like, you, and he says, like, you can't beat a child. Right. He's 18 years old and you can't beat him. Mm-hmm. You're out of mobile affiliates or what, mobile embassy, whatever the fuck they're calling it. Yeah, yeah. Real just, like, weird. Yeah. Um, And then, like, I think he did, he or Brian Cage comes out and, like, levels him with the clothesline. Mm-hmm. Darby and Sting and Nick Wayne run him off. Um, right. And Darby just instantly says, I don't care, AR Fox. You're still my friend, even though you almost murdered Nick Wayne two weeks ago. Right. And like picks him up and hugs him. Like, okay, the whole kicking him out of Mogul Embassy or whatever, I could live with that. But then Darby mm-hmm. instantly like forgiving him was super fucking weird to yeah. me. Yeah. Um, to which. 
swerves out on stage and he says, I'm always two steps ahead. Mm-hmm. And out comes Christian Cage, DJ. Yes, he certainly does. Uh, you know, he sees Darby, he sees AR Fox, he sees the Stinger. Mm-hmm. But then he sees some new kid. Some kid that he's heard a lot about. Yep. And uh, what does he say to said, said kid? Well, I'm going to play that right here because it is probably my favorite promo of, in a long time. So I know, I know he started. Crazy. He started off with uh, what do you say, like like your story or something like that. Yeah. Um, dude, Christian Cage yes. is so fucking awesome. So awesome. Such a great, awesome, awesome. Such a great promo. Uh, wrestling some really good matches. Like when, he's really yeah. impressive. When he came out, I instantly said, "Oh, Christian, get this boy's ass." Right. He's done. Yep. Um. Acclaimed House of Black. Mm-hmm. So Acclaimed come out. They call it House of Black. Uh, out comes one Mr. Daddy Ass, but he ain't Daddy Ass. Right. Uh, you know, he says to House of Black, um, you know, you could disrespect me. That's fine. He goes, but then you hurt my kids. Right. Uh, which when I saw Austin Gunn tweet about it, be like, fuck you, dad. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I really like seeing Billy back. Uh, I was hoping we were going to get Gothic Billy. Yeah, uh, no, but we no, didn't. No but he ability. gets a huge pop when he comes out, uh, and uh, I, I think the claimed and Billy become trios champs, right? I mean, I think that's the yeah logical path here. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, all in is this Sunday. Yeah. Uh, excited to watch. Yeah. From Wembley, uh, mm-hmm. it's gonna be an early start on the East Coast for once. Yeah. So you don't want to talk about Aussie Open Hardies? Eh, no, not really. <laughs> it the was, one thing it existed. The one, yeah, it's true. The one thing we didn't mention that I really liked that Aussie Open did was on Rampage or Collision. Mm-hmm. Uh, they cut that promo, and Kyle Fletcher said, "You're not going to hit a kangaroo kick on us." Oh yeah, that and was I on just, I just Collision. I think that's Rampage. a really smart little like teaser mm-hmm. to get like to tie it into the promos and get the match a little more hyped. Yeah. Because I think a lot of people think yeah. that match is going to be throwaway. I did like the ending again with the tension between MJF mm-hmm. and Cole. Yeah. I thought this was very good. Yeah, for sure. Like uh, MJF sliding the dynamite ring on and then yeah. putting it back in his pocket, right. you know. Um, yeah. So, yeah, man, all in this uh, this Sunday. Mm-hmm. Be a packed house. Big card. Can't wait. Packed house. So big excited. Card. Noon start for the pre-show. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to have sandwiches here. All right. We'll be, we'll make your own. They won't be yeah. sandwiches yet. You'll have to assemble. Are you, are you making pre-made sandwiches? No. Uh, you'll have to assemble your own Would sandwich. you like some sandwiches? <laughs> um, yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, I think it's going to be a really good card. A lot of people complain about it because a lot of people just complain about everything. It's true. Um, but I think it's going to be some big stuff and uh, it, it kind of has to be, right? The show this fucking big. Um, yeah, but, uh, I think we're going to get some stuff paid off and a lot of stuff is going to have to set up that next pay-per-view a week later. Yeah. Um, so you're going to see some, maybe some, some stuff that isn't as resolved as maybe you want it to be, but I, I think it's going to be a really good card. I agree, man. Um, all right. Uh, trip time. Mm-hmm. Let's go on a trip. We'll take a brief stop.
Hey, look at us. We're in Japan. Hey, we, we made it. We're here. Short trip this week. Yeah, uh, because, hey, Noah night and one, night five and night six. What'd you watch? Nothing. Me neither, because there ain't nothing worth nope. watching, apparently. Stinky. Like, extra bad from what I'm hearing. Uh, just it's so It's so unfortunate. Yep. Uh, all I know is I'm in the lead on the points yes, still. Good. I'm up by five on Ed. Good. Ed told me I need to uh, start doing bad. Yeah. So he can get his second. Right. Um, Ed had a big week. Ed learned about empathy. He did. <laughs> uh, Ed's oh. also sad about Terry Funk. Yeah. He said if there's one person that should have been able to live forever, it's Terry Funk, and that's the best take Ed ever had. That's true, man. Uh, and there is a new episode of Hayabusa that just dropped today yes, as we record this. We'll have so to listen to that listen to this that. weekend. Um, but yeah, uh, and also like a little bit of a wrench, obviously, last night with Terry passing. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't, I was like, nah, I'm, I'm watching Terry stuff. I'm not. Yeah. That's what it is. Even, like, I finished everything up before last night, yeah. but even so, I would have been the same way. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to watch Terry. Uh, no New Japan show at all, I nope, don't think. None. They were off. Um, they did announce this. Super Juniors tag tournament. What's, it's uh, going to happen during the Destruction Tour. Yeah. We'll see what we'll see happens with brackets. Yeah. And we'll see who's released. And who knows? Who knows? Maybe there might be an opportunity. Uh, probably not, but we'll see. If you decide to make a bracket. I don't think I will, uh-huh. but we'll see. Uh, we'll see how that works. Yeah. But um, we both did watch Stardom. Yeah. You um, watched more than me. I probably did because I also watched the Tokyo Joshi Pro match. Oh. But it was Mio Yamashita versus Shoko Nakajima. Okay. It fucking rocked. It yeah. was a one camera, no no okay. crowd. I still enjoyed it. Yeah. Yamashita kicked her in the head really hard. Nice. Um, so stardom, uh, I watched one, two, three, four matches from night nine of the Grand Prix. Okay. Um I only watched three matches from the midsummer or okay. whatever. So you go ahead. So uh I did watch Momo Watanabe against Sayori, and now I thought that I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. I think it's kind of overhyped a little bit. Okay. Um, a match that I, I should have told you to watch, uh, Siri versus Hazuki. Yeah. Dude, they beat I saw the was, shit was, out of each I other. I saw it was highly rated. Oh. I, I like Hazuki a lot. Um, they whooped uh, up on each other's asses. Yeah, it good. was awesome. Um, also, uh, Mayu Iwatani and Tam Nakano went to a draw. Mm, that match was fucking awesome as well. So did Jake Lee and, and Jack Morris. Cool. Dude, they had back-to-back nights where Jake Lee went to a 30-minute draw. That's nonsense. I would have unalived everyone. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, also I watched... Uh, <coughs> oh, I watched Azumi versus Yutami Hayashishida. Okay. And that was really fucking good, too. Um, I know me just saying, yeah, it was really good, but, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sorry. My brain's a little scattered right now because I'm, you know, thinking of Terry Funk. Right. Um, I didn't watch anything from Night 10 yet just because there was another stardom show, the Midsummer Festival. Yes. Um, I watched one, two. I watched three from that. Me too. So I didn't uh, I didn't write down everybody's name in the one match. Okay. I wrote down one person's name, though. Is that Dump Matsumoto? Dump motherfucking so, Matsumoto. This is where I started. Uh, it is Dump Matsumoto and Odio Urotai. Okay. Natsuka Tora and Ru- Ruaka mm-hmm. and Zap. Oh, Zap was there, too. That's right. Versus Kyoko Inui. Which is kind of crazy. And Queen's Quest of Azumi, Miyu Amasaki, and Utami Hayashishida. Yes. Um... Dump is like in her 60s, I believe. So this is, Stardom did this and brought a lot of Joshi legends. It was very cool. Which is a really cool thing to do. Uh, Dump Matsumoto does uh, what I think is an incredible thing of has a Singapore cane pretty much throughout this whole match to use to support herself because she's very old Uh and also to absolutely beat the shit out of people with. 
Um, also, she when uh, she tags out of the match, she doesn't actually go outside on the apron. Yeah. She just stands in the corner. Right. Good for it her. Makes sense. Uh, but the, the match was okay at best. Yeah, but right. Dump uh, and uh, Natsuka Tora win with the mist. Yeah. Uh, so I was happy about that. Good for Dump. Dump gets a huge pop. Uh, I, I really like Dump Matsumoto. Dude, uh, a legend. Dump was like a true goddamn heel. Yes, absolutely. In her heyday. Yeah. Just hundred percent terrified yes. people. Mean and looked mean here. Yeah. Uh so there you go. Uh the second match that I watched was Did a, you watch the last two matches on the show? I did, yes. So did I. Six man tag match. Cosmic Angels of Natsupoi, Seori Onu, and Tam Nakano with an incredible entrance. What an entrance Dude, they great have. Great entrance. Uh Natsupoi, and as you know, we are a couple Natsu boys. <laughs> uh defeat. Uh and this was the match I was the most excited to watch. Me too. Uh Hazuki. Uh, Shinobu Kandori. What the fuck? <laughs> and Takako Inui. Yeah. Uh, one half of Double Inui. Absolutely. Uh, with, uh, from the last match, Kyoko Inui. No relation. No. Um, but Shinobu Kandori. Sure, I was like, holy shit, Shinobu Kandori's on the show. Yeah. And I went to watch these today before you got here because I was just working and yeah. whatever. And I was like, oh, I know these are on here. Let me watch them. I was like, oh, these are long matches, kind of. Uh, but I did fit it in, thankfully, the last two. But yeah, it's super excited to see Shinobu Kandori. Yeah. Uh, a legend, a real shit kicker. And didn't look terrible. As you referred, to, as you referred to, one handsome woman. Yes. Well, sure. Um, but... uh. A, a true shit kicker in the in the, in the peak era of Joshi, dude. Go back and watch her and goddamn Akira Hakuto's right, wars. Right, that's all. Better, I have to say. like like stardom is really great right now. The Joshi of the eighties is so much better. It's a different. It's so, all time shit, right. man. Uh, and uh, my favorite thing in this match, uh, Takako Inoue looked real good. Yes, uh, gave zero shits. Nope, none, and just kicked everyone in the face she'd get kicked in the face no sell it and just kick you right back in the face <laughs> that's what i like in my she wrestling. was amazing uh it goes about 16 minutes it was a good match it was fun obviously kandori's a little slowed down sure uh, while all that shit was happening um but it is really great to see them uh and just a lot of fun for these legends to be sort of here and around yeah and they're kind of teasing tam nakano versus shinobu kandori yeah one, be really one cool. for the red belt yeah what the fuck? Sure. Oh, let's rock with it, man. Um, at the main event, oh. the best match out of these three. Easily, yeah. Uh, really, really good match, Dude, actually. Very good. Uh, six 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 woman tag team. Uh, Jaguar Yokota, legend. Like legit, in her sixties. Uh, creator of the Tiger Driver. Right. Creator of the Jackhammer. Right. Yes. Yes. Like. Uh, and does shit in this match that people should be stealing now. Yeah. Uh, Momo Nakanishi. Momo Nene. An- another legend. Yeah. Uh, and Nene Takahashi. Yeah. Uh, versus the rest of Odotai, Momo Watanabe and Starlight Kid. And, and Stan Hansen's favorite wrestler, you. <laughs> um, this match ruled. Dude, I yo, how fucking good... Did Momo look? Momo Momo steals this match? Yeah, which is hard to do because Jaguar looked awesome. Yeah, like she's in her sixties and doing crazy cool shit. But like Momo hits an Orihari moonsault. Yeah, which was insane. Yes, uh, I said watch this match and just uh, if you are a, a a wrestler out right now, watch just this match and steal from these ladies. Yeah. 
Somebody might have a Will Ospreay's definitely watched Momo before. Absolutely. <laughs> um, the uh, Jaguar does a corner axe kick, which I didn't know was going to be an axe kick. She's thrown the corner, and she does, like, the, the person runs at her, and she does sort of the leap up, but, like, like, like you think she's going to kick him in the face, like, do that to, to give him the boot to get him away. But she flips all the way up. And then when they're standing there, she puts her legs on their shoulders and then axe kicks them on the top of the head. Awesome. It was really cool. Yeah. And then uh, Jaguar gets a bat. Yep. That bat made a very unsettling sound when uh, it hit people. Quite the thud. It was it was it was almost cartoonish. Where I was like, "What is this bat made of?" It's yeah. very unsettling yeah. sound. Uh, and then so this match was twenty seven minutes. And it like, didn't feel like it though. Momo is full fucking speed in this match. Like you know, you know, Kandori had to had to slow down. Momo, you know, Momo looked like she was in her prime. Momo looked uh, amazing, and yeah. she was having fun. Yeah. So Momo and Nene dressed the like as they should. I know uh, they were wearing their tag gear. Yeah. Oh, so awesome. Uh, and like Nene is regular in stardom still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but like she was even invigorated having Momo there. Uh, I would sign Momo today. Yeah. Uh, just Absolutely crazy fun would, stuff. Too. And then, like, the end of this match, the last 10 minutes of the match are just crazy pin breakups. Like, nobody's kicking out at anything. No. It's just everybody's flying around the ring, breaking up pins and shit. And, like, Jaguar uh, Yokota looks amazing. Like, this one's, like, 62 She's or 63 years 60s. old. And she looks so good. Yeah. Uh, really crazy. Just great innovators all around. Watch these people. Steal from them. Watch their old stuff. Steal, steal from them. Steal their shit, yes. Steal their shit. Because it's still so fucking good. Yeah. Well, like, like you know, we've talked about before, uh, 80s and, like, and 90s, yeah. all Japan women's, you can yep. steal a bunch from there. Absolutely. Um, Torimon had a bunch stole from there. Absolutely. Uh, you know, ja- it's- ja- Jaguar Yokoto hits a Harlem hangover in yeah, this match. Dude. <laughs> the, her opponent was standing and bent over. Yeah. But she legit hits a Harlem hangover. Yeah. It was wild. Yeah. Wild. Oh, so fucking awesome. Yeah. I really like this match a lot. Yeah. Um, stardom is crushing it. For sure. Uh, night 10, I think, only had like two tournament matches on yeah. it. That's why I didn't watch, really. Yeah. Uh, plus, I just. Yeah, you know, everything. Um, but yeah, man, we have all in this weekend. We do. Uh, you know, we keeping track of some stardom shit. Yeah. Seeing what else is I'm happening. I'm going to be playing catch up. I'm going away for a couple days. Yeah. Completely unreachable. we off the grid. Uh, so like next week, I'll, it's like, so like, even like, I'm going to be missing Rampage and Collision leading up. Yeah. So like, cause I'm not getting home to like two this. hours before. Well, uh, Collision was taped, so if yeah, you really want right. to exactly. Yeah. I don't think they're going to do anything crazy on there that, that I'm going to no. need to see. No. If they advance anything, we'll see. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that's uh, so excited for, for All In, and then I'll yeah, do man. what I can during the week to get caught up on everything. But Don't push yourself. I will honestly, you if, if I need to, probably skip those two other shows just because of yeah. my being on I don't a think there'll be anything vacation. special. I don't think so, so either. But if, there, if there's something worth, I will worth let, talking I will about, we'll talk know. about it. Yeah. Um, that's it. What, uh, oh, your matches, favorite right. matches, huh. uh, uh, international and domestic. So, small, small pool of international. International, I feel bad because you didn't watch it. But that's I'm gonna, fine. I'm gonna pick, uh, Yamashita versus Shoko Nakajima. Okay. Good. You should go watch it. All right. Uh, domestic before, um, oh, I didn't even talk about it because I didn't want to. Um, Monday Night Raw. Oh. Chad Gable and Gunther. I heard he beat him by count out, right? Yeah. yeah Chad Gable, really dude. Good. 
fucking awesome. Cool. Good. Uh, Chad Gable did like the um, the old like Tiger Mask chain wrestles, like sp- like headlock spin. Oh yeah, nice. It was cool. awesome, dude. Cool. Um, I'm loving those two together. Yeah. Um, so like wrestling, what I'm gonna say that was that was the best okay. one. Even like from what all we saw live and shit, yeah, that was the best match okay. I saw. I like it. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna say uh, because it was small, very three match pool only for me. Uh, the six man tag that we just talked about, sure, Jaguar Yokota, Momo Momo Nene versus versus <laughs> and you, yeah. um, and uh, domestically, there was I had a lot of fun with these shows. Uh, Despy and Mouse tag match was the best one at those shows. I agree. Uh, but I, I think uh, oh, it's between two. It's it's either it's, it's Mox Ray Phoenix or it's Ray Phoenix uh, Commander. Commander. Um, I'm gonna go Mox Ray Phoenix just for the aftermath included and all that all right, domestically. Hey. I really enjoy that Fuck stuff. Yeah, man. Um, so yeah, that's uh. That's that. Did you buy anything? A ton of shit, but we already talked about yeah, all of it. We already did. I didn't buy anything else. I didn't buy it. No, I, didn't, so, I don't think I bought anything else. Um, I feel bad because everybody's getting their gobbledygook or taker two pack. Yeah. Mine should be here Saturday. Okay. I don't know why mine shipped. Uh, we did get their shipping notifi- notification for our bubble. The packaging notification. Yes. I'll get the shipping hopefully tomorrow oh. for our Ultimo Dragon boss fight studio. Hopefully by the time we record next week, I'm just sitting yes, here playing with the Ultimo Dragon. Ultimo Dragon versus Ultimo Dragon. Yeah. Um, uh, I did download WrestleQuest okay. because you can get it on your phone through okay. Netflix for free. I didn't play it uh, because I did watch the guy. They were giving away a title belt, so I watched the Twitch stream oh, okay. while I was working. And uh, I spent two hours on the Twitch stream watching the guy play that game. Uh, and it still has all the same problems I thought when I when I beta tested it. Good. Uh, so I'll get around to it. You know, Just get, back, of, get back in the fire, probably. I, like me. Yeah, I was thinking about it. I saw a lot of people ragging on WrestleQuest. Cause it's a little cheesy. Cause it's like it's not wrestlers. It's to- it's toys of wrestlers. Okay. Like it's a toy land. Yeah. So it's like I, a wrestling toy, yeah. and it's, and like you go to a world where they're not wrestlers, but there are other toys who are trying to wrestle, and like so people are like this is real dumb and blah blah blah. And like you're just people are just trying it's to be outside cute. Outside the box, man. Whatever. That's right. All. Um. But uh, and it's fun, and I'm sure people really like it. And I am gonna play it. Uh, I was hoping. I also tried to get some did some codes, but those go super quick on social media. They do, man. Um. But uh. But I have it through Netflix, which you can do on the app on the phone. I think I guess you can get it on your TV too and use your. You can download Roku has like your remote. Yeah, so so I I learned this. So Roku has you know you can get the Roku remote on your phone as a remote. They have a games app that you can download, and it's a Mm, separate app that's a controller, and you just use your phone while it's on your TV. So so we'll see. Yeah. Um. But uh. But yeah, that's. I mean, that's really it, right? That's all I got. Uh, I guess we'll get out of here. We, we talked long enough. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, rest in peace, Terry. Rest in peace, uh, Bray, yeah. Wyatt, yes. Wyndham Rotunda. Uh, a crazy week in wrestling. Yeah, man. Um, kind of weird. Our thoughts out to everyone's families and friends. And it's a, it's a tough week. Uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I can only imagine. So um, well, we'll be back next week talking the big pape and whatever else is going on. Uh, but thanks for listening. This has been We Need Wrestling. You can find us at WeNeedWrestling.com. Uh, we Need Wrestling on social medias. Uh, I've been uploading them to YouTube. Uh, it won't, they won't be usually till Fridays. Mm-hmm. I'll try and do it tomorrow morning because it takes a while to do the video. If you can, you can. Um, just, can, just, can. For, just another outlet. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Um, but um, 
we're a proud member of the Sooner Media Network at, at STBN Network on Twitter and Instagram, soonermedianamednetwork.com, soonermedianetwork.tumblr.com. Tons of other shows, Final Wrestling Place, At Odds with Wrestling, uh, Long Box Heroes, Long Box Heroes After Dark, our other show, Wings on Wings, uh, was the Profane Argument, Puzzle Warriors 3, the new episode of Hayabusa dropped as we were recording, right before we were yeah. recording this. Um, so give all those a listen. Uh, listen to TNM shows and and all that sort of stuff for, for shout out Dwicky for being you right shout out to Dwicky for being awesome <laughs> uh, the official like fifth chair on every podcast yeah. I think on the Sumer Name Network yep uh, listen to Stardom Cast because I did yeah. uh, ran into my buddy Matt Turner uh, one time nephew of Ted Turner uh, <laughs> this week and uh, it was it was good to see a guy, an old friend that I hadn't seen in a while and just to run into and and make sure everything's doing okay so that was nice. But uh, otherwise, we'll be we'll be back next week, uh, talking hopefully less sad news. Yeah, uh, I'll leave you with this, okay. woman. You didn't run over just any jackass. You ran over Ric Flair. <laughs> You're listening to the soon-to-be-named network, the Lamborghini. V-v-v-v-v-v-v-v-v-v-v-v-v-v-v-v-v-v-v-v-v-v-v-v-v-v-v-v-v-v-v-v-v-v-v-v-v-v-v-v-v-v-v-v-v-v-v-v-v-v-